The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. You still got them CIA mind probes stuck in your head, boy? Far as I know. Armadillo. They've been infiltrating my perimeter all summer. The hell you do with them? I make helmets. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. Armadillo helmets can block even the best brainwave scanners. And there is very grave danger that an announced need for increased security will be seized upon by those anxious to expand its meaning to the very limits of official censorship and concealment. You don't seem to want to accept the fact that you're dealing with an expert in guerrilla warfare. With a man who's the best. With guns, with knives, with his bare hands. A man who's been trained to ignore pain. I swear to God, I'm more professional than this. I, I promise. <laughs> I have a studio in my closet, so. <laughs> right. I rent out of my back room. Is that much better? I'm actually talking into the mic now. Yeah. Okay, that, perfect. I mean, that's what, that's what it's for, right? Right. No, <laughs> no, no, I know. I spend all that. You spend that. Well, it was a discounted rate, but you spend that money. You're like, God damn. I want to make sure I, I at least bought, have... um, I don't know what kind of mic this is. My buddy, uh, Rantcast, Chris. Mm-hmm. He told me to uh, to get this mic, and he told me what setup I needed to get, and it worked out pretty well. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Let me look through my phone real quick here. All right, all right. So I'm just gonna go with Frantic Missy. Is that cool? Yeah, that's, uh, I mean that's pretty much like the reason I chose it is because a, a handle keeps the stalkers away. There you go. Really. There you go. So I've got Frantic Missy on the podcast. I don't really do intros, so it's kind of like hey, you know, uh, plug everything you got right now, so that way if I talk too much, you at least. <laughs> you get that out, but I got a lot of questions, so I'm excited to ask. The only thing that I really like uh, plug is my Twitter. Everything else can uh, kiss my ass. Okay. So. Fuck yeah. And I have a new show that I'm doing, and it's going to be on YouTube. But uh, we already did a couple episodes. We're trying to like hammer out the details and get it organized. But um, as of right now, like we haven't uh, decided exactly what we're going to call it. Uh, we're, it's going to be allegedly with Frantic Missy, but um, we haven't confirmed on that yet because okay. I'm a partner. So we'll see. What's that like? I've been trying to get a partner. It's harder than I thought. <laughs> well, everything that you do, you have to clear it with someone else. Right. So it's kind of a pain in the ass. But at the same time, it's like, uh, it makes things a little bit easier because you got someone to bounce off of. Talking by yourself for like two hours is not just masturbatory, but it's creepy. Like, just knock it off. Like, you know, <laughs> find someone to work with. If you can't work with somebody, you shouldn't be podcasting, in my opinion. That's true. See, I work well with people who I just meet, but um, I have a hard time keeping people around me. Like, mm. uh, like just even like to... to, to only because I think I like going rogue in every episode. You know what I'm saying? If I feel like if someone's here, I get tethered. I think that uh, the problem is is that a lot of people, um, especially people that are into the kind of stuff that we're into, they're not very good at working well with others. And just like with musicians, if you're not getting paid for it, everyone just kind of like gets sketched where they don't show up when they're supposed to. And it's hard to get someone else like on the same page, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I've been I've been kind of battling where like I fell into this like cliche market where it's like I'm not fit for this. I talk about too many I talked about too many J's. I can't I can't 
I can't do that. Um, no. So you're uh, how how do you want to? I mean, is cons- what 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 does your bio say? It's like conspiracy. What? What was oh, that? I'm a professional. Uh, I'm a professional conspiracy analyst. Analyst. Uh, yes. I don't like the word. Yeah, I don't like the word conspiracy theorist because it implies that the things I'm talking about aren't real. Because everything that I talk about has either government papers to back it up, or it has anecdotal evidence from like case studies that I collected for years. In regards to like paranormal research, uh, or or it's there's documents, there's articles, there's things behind it. Everything that I say is either hidden history, and there's something to back that up, or it's documents, like it's documented, like it's it's not theory, yeah. it's fact. Yeah, you know for sure. Now, now when I talk to you, um, kind of one of the same people is that Ryan Dawson character. Have you have you ever heard of him at all or anything? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I haven't really like. I haven't met him though, so. No, for sure, for sure. Just even like following some of his content or you know his podcast, uh, anti neo, uh, anti neocon. Uh, it's actually really good. Kind of the same thing. Always fa- like factual. The dude's like, I wouldn't be able to say all this and you know not be sued, but he's just kicked off of everything, every like banking platform. Like it's crazy what they'll do to the people who actually like want to say some real shit. Well, you get to this point where um, you know my buddy, my buddy Rantcast, he's been kicked off of like. <laughs> every platform at some point now he's on atn live which is shepherd umbrellas that's his network uh the documentarian uh shepherd umbrellas so he's got a show on atn live which is like their own their own like website they started uh it's pretty cool check it out uh and then also my buddy jamie deluxe jamie got lost his entire library he he's a like actual like real life friend of mine like we uh grew up in the same like music scene here in south carolina and uh he he had his, his library completely deleted and all the stuff that his library were deleted for him were all things that now our main like page like headline news with the mainstream media. That's crazy. So so what do you mean like uh, how did he lose it uh, essentially? Uh, just oh, they, uh, they they took down his YouTube page, and okay. he had like yeah. yeah he had like he had like a lot of videos on there because he did a lot of research and he put his stuff up on there. He'd been putting stuff up for years. Uh, he like he's the person that um was the original. Uh, my brain is just a little bit broken. Sorry. He's the person that originally came up with the whole Corey Feldman, Corey um, Haim. He's the guy that called out who hurt them in the first place. And he did it before anybody else did. He did like uh, blind items from uh, Hollywood and all that stuff. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he's he did a, some really amazing work on um, uh, like Steven uh, Spielberg and Heather O'Rourke. Uh, just some really good stuff. Some really good videos with really good artistic uh, styling to it, you know? For sure. For sure. Um, all right. They took it all away from him. They took away his livelihood. They took away um, his videos, his, his artwork, his uh, stuff that he's been putting up for years uh, to the point where people couldn't find him for a while. And when he really got into the whole, like, you know, hating Dr. Fauci thing, that is when they came after him with strikes and completely removed him from YouTube altogether. Oh, when are you following the Twitter files? Dude, like everything they're saying is stuff that I've known for what? For, two yeah, years now, right? Or yeah, people, they're not telling me. Everyone's like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, "Dude, I've known this for two years. Catch up." Right, but it's nice to be reconfirmed. At least, like, especially like from the guy who like owns it, right? Or maybe not. I didn't need to be reconfirmed. Right, I true. knew. True. I, I mean, I knew. I knew this stuff. I didn't need anybody to tell me that I knew because I knew. <laughs> you know, right. it's it's so funny. Everybody wants to to like, we gotta wake people up. We gotta wake. Pe- we gotta wake people up, guys. We gotta we gotta red pill everybody. I'm like, dude, no. I'm. It's it's over. If you haven't woken up by now. That ship has sailed. The train is gone and you're not on it. And at the end of the day, I'm not here to wake people up. I'm here to catch people up. Because the the beginning the COVID stuff is just the, the tip of the iceberg, you know? And you don't want to get stuck there because there's so many other things that we've been lied to about. We've been, you know, the, the Hunter Biden laptop thing, that's just the tip of the iceberg. There's so much stuff out there that 
you know, people aren't getting there because they think that they, uh, that this is the most important thing. And because everyone's trying to wake people up instead of catch people up, there's no one to like guide them in that direction. So I got you. So let's, let's do that. Cause I, like I said, I kind of want to bounce off what I've heard through, you know, um, uh, what we talked about, I mostly just podcasts for me, but then I do my own like little weird research, but, um, nothing that would actually be anything worth to anybody. That's why I never really bring it up. Cause I can't, I can't conform. Like I've heard so many things. It's like, I can follow along, but I can't, I can't say anything. Um, so oh, let I'm me on a bunch of lists, I'm sure. Oh, there you go. All right. That's like, good. My, 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 that's Instagram, reassuring. my Instagram, I think it was like last year, but right out this time, my Instagram got hacked and uh, somebody like putting up thirst, thirst trap pictures and, uh, I just let it go. Okay. Like, I don't care. Oh, like, yeah. Actually, I think, I think it's like hilarious because that's what they do with, with women. When you say too much, they don't try to like ban you or block you. What they do is they try to embarrass you. So this person with these thirst trap, you know, stuff they're putting up on Instagram, they tried to use my account to get Alex Stein. Okay. And Alex Stein yeah, is... It, it almost got him, too. He, he text messaged me. He was like, uh, is this you? I'm like, oh, my God, no. He goes, they almost got me. But Damn. for me, what they've done is like, now, no matter what I do, no matter what I say, no matter how, you know, how much fame I achieve, no matter how much, uh, you know, attention I get for the ideas and thoughts that I have, no matter what I do, that Instagram... Is going to be, you know, people are going to say, well, you know, did you see her Instagram pictures? Did you see her on Instagram? And that's the reason I haven't bothered to get it back. Because I'm like, dude, let's leave it up. Because I want them to see that I haven't posted anything on there. That that's not me. I haven't put anything up in like a year. And by the time it, it catches up and I have the, you know, notoriety that I'm, I'm going for. Because I really genuinely want to like wake as many people up as possible. Catch people up as many people as possible. Uh, when that happens... Then I can go, well, look at this. That's obviously not me. And that's the only defense I have is to not get my Instagram back. That's messed up, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. You kind of have to. That's the only defense I have. That's crazy. That's crazy. So where where do you start when trying to catch people up? Um, well, I mean, it all starts with history. You know, like, what, what do you know? Like, and I try to find things that people are interested in. You know, for example, um, you know, my, my kid's age, like he's nine. We... He, he comes to me and tells me theories about the Titanic now because he's interested in the Titanic. He's interested in Lusitania. So now, like, we digging that stuff together because that's what he's, he's interested in and that makes it easier. If someone's interested in JFK, you know, I bring up, you know, uh, some of the weird anomalies and coincidences around JFK uh, that people don't know. Uh, okay. When it comes to, yeah, I, mean, I just, I find what people like and I have such a, like, large library of knowledge in my brain um that there's got to be something i can find that they can relate to that they're going to be interested in because everybody has a niche okay let me let me spit some things this is for anyone who's listened i really hope you know whatever so my thing starts off with uh i'll just roll off some topics tartaria ch uh kids in incubators mud floods um you get into who was on the ship on titanic and who died and who made it out who was supposed to be on the on the ship and bailed last second kind of in a uh uh, Game of Thrones. What was the big, big thing where they like locked the doors and just killed everybody from the family and like with archers atop? The Patriot. No, it was uh, uh no, no. I've no. never seen Game of Thrones. I haven't watched TV since 2013. Red Wedding. It was actually a really sick kind of uh, it was actually like the like the best like portray if you li if you like that Titanic theory where um there were people that were supposed to be on it and as that boat was leaving these people got off. Well, J.P. Morgan himself, who owned the White Star Line as part of his IMM, which is the International Mercantile, uh, Marine Mercantile or whatever. J.P. Morgan himself was supposed to be on the boat. And at the last minute, he canceled uh, because he went to go to uh, hang out with his mistress in the south of France. And he actually sent a telegram to Milton Hershey and Milton Hershey also didn't get on. 
Damn. So now, what do you think about the theory of uh, it was the wrong boat? Like, people say it was the Titanic, but it was already well, the failing. You know, t- it was the failing first boat, and he got the insurance money for the Titanic. Technically, there's three. There's the Titanic, there's the Britannic, and then there's the Olympic. Now, here's the kicker. The Olympic is the ship that was, like, the sister ship. And for a period of time in Belfast, like, in the harbor when they are building the Titanic, the Olympic was in there getting worked on at the same time because, guess what? Same captain, same captain as the Titanic. He had uh, gotten in an accident in the Olympic piling in the Olympic with the HMS Hawk and they had to limp back to uh, the Belfast Harbor for repairs. And they actually took some of the parts off of the Olympic and put it on the Titanic, which is one of the reasons people say they switched the boats. Uh, I don't think they switched the boats. I I think that they knew they were going to get in financial problems and that was coming. And JP Morgan actually, he died in uh, uh, 1913 and then the whole company fell apart. They had owed, they owed so much money. They were in such deep debt. I think that they were trying to get this up, but without JP Morgan at the helm, like, you know, figuratively, obviously not literally. Right. Um, without JP Morgan at the helm, they couldn't figure out how to get themselves out of the problems that were in. But there were three boats. The Olympic, that wrecked, you should see the gash, the picture in the gash in the front of the boat. And by the way, there was a, a, a stewardess on there named uh, uh, Violet Jessup. She was also on the Titanic and survived that. And she was also on um, the Britannic and survived that. Holy shit. Yep. That chick should buy a lot. I think there's ticket. one more. But, uh, but yeah, like, like these three boats, they're sister ships. They were designed by the same people, uh, uh, put out by the White Star Line. Uh, there's definitely a lot of things that are connected between the three boats. And and I don't think that it's coincidental when you have this many things that are in common, you know, between these ships and between these accidents, and between these people. I mean, think about this. You start finding if that I out let, later. If, through if I had a brand too. new car, if you, if you had a brand new car, right? Yeah. And I borrowed your car and I wrecked your car, would you let me drive your brand new car for the first time it ever got driven? No, especially if it was more expensive. No, but that's what they do with the Titanic. Yes. That doesn't yeah. make any damn sense. And, and that, that's, that's not like a, a a conspiracy theory. That's just freaking common sense. Right. It doesn't make any sense why they would have him pilot it unless, unless there was a nefarious reason. I mean, that that's that does not make good financial business sense at all. No, and that's that's exactly kind of the theme you find throughout history, right? Like, as you start going more and more, it's like, you can just connect dots. And, like, it's not necessarily, like, like maybe they're, like, you just know, like, based on relationships and, like, how people, like, do things, it's like, you can easily tell how things would sway into, like, a conspiracy type vibe where it's like it's not it's just literally that that obvious that it would be like oh my god you know it's like no it's i don't like think you... it's connecting sorry go on i don't think it's connecting dots it's more like connecting puzzle pieces what what we all have in our hands is like this giant puzzle right and we don't know what the picture looks like someone threw the box away we don't know what we're making a puzzle of but we know if this fit this piece fits this piece and it starts to make a picture it makes sense and if you have a piece that doesn't make any sense like i don't know kim trails or I don't know, you know, COVID or whatever it is that <laughs> in your mind you don't agree with necessarily. You take that puzzle piece, you don't throw it away. They're all valid. They all fit somewhere. You take that piece and you put it aside because eventually you're going to get to where that piece fits. If you keep building, and that's yeah. how all this works. Oh yeah. And eventually the picture starts to make sense. And the more the picture starts to make sense, the more people around you are going, why are you spending all your time like building this puzzle? Don't you have better things to do? Yeah. Well, I, I cut out TV. That's how I'm able to like spend so much time like researching and, and looking into history and stuff. I don't watch television. That gives me so much extra free time. I learned how to sew. I learned how to paint. Uh, I learned how to research. I learned how to uh, uh, do all kinds of things. Knit. I learned how to do all these activities because 
the TV's not sucking my brain out of right. my head. Right. I'm not sitting in front of the TV eating and getting you. fat and like being boring. I feel you. I'm See, not gonna sit around and watch someone else live their lives when I can go live my own. Very true. That's a good that's a good way to look at it too. I'm trying to figure that out. I keep rewatching the challenge over and over again. Um, TV's creepy. Think about this. You're just sitting there watching someone else who's not it's not actually that person, who's living someone else's life, and you're relating to that person and you're like, Oh, I wish this was me. I wish I could be in a medical drama. I'm like, dude, if you cut out the television and you spent that time, like all it's 720 hours a year. If you spent 720 hours a year instead of watching television two hours a day, if you went and go took a class or got a certificate or or did something, you could start your path to be person who's in the world that is the medical drama or is in the world that's the legal drama, rather than watching other people go live the life you wish you had because you're too tired to like do anything for your you, people just think they're sleepy and tired. So they just crash in front of the TV. And that's the worst time to watch television because it makes you vulnerable to all these ads. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kind of like uh, while you're sleeping, you're still getting that, that back to back. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But these aren't even real people. You ever had someone at your work cry over uh, a character dying in a show? And you're like, Susan, you know the actor's still alive. Right. They're not actually, no one actually died. Even the actors. No it's always weird when like an actor dies and you have some sort of feeling towards them. It's like, Why? I don't know you at all. I just I've watched you a lot. It's like a really I don't. it's like a strange suck in they get. I quit. I quit doing that. I quit wasting emotional uh you know, think about it like I have a hundred coins, right? I'm not gonna give, you know, emotional coins to uh someone that I don't know and someone that has never given me anything either. Like yeah, for sure. People get all bent out of shape and I know this is messed up. I'm and if I make people mad about this, but whatever. This is how I feel. My belief, I'm entitled to it, it's America Day, learn the rules. But when people get all been out of shape about shootings or about disasters, I'm just like, I don't know any of these people. I don't know a single one of these people. I don't know any of these people. I don't know anybody who even knows these people. I'm not going to get upset. This doesn't even touch my life unless the media tells me it touches my life. So I'm not going to do that. I'm not, I have actual people that I know that are suffering, that are going through things, that are having all kinds of problems that I can be there for. Because that's where my energy goes. It goes towards people that I actually know that actually need me. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, it always. But that sucks. makes me the asshole. I'm the asshole. It all it always sucks when like somebody loses their life because of like something dumb. But I get what you're saying, where like you don't have to like watch TV to like have your energy drained to like something that's not in front of you. That's I get I get what you're saying there. It, it's it sounds it sounds like you're an asshole, but you're not. It's just it's just literally saying like you said, you only have so much energy, and they yes. they constantly suck, suck, suck because it's a psyop. They need you to be you know. <laughs> it's intentional. Well, there's a reason why they're remember. like. What's up? Sorry, go on. You got to remember that when television first came out, that all the ads were soap ads and laundry detergent ads. It was cigarettes, right? And it was soap. And that's why they're called soap operas, okay? So did you not think that they had brainwashing and getting you addicted to things on the brain when they invented this stuff? Come on. On the soap? Soap operas. Yeah. It was all soap commercials. It was laundry detergent and it was uh, soap. And it was uh, cigarettes. Okay, just a, that's, just that's a reoccurring. Started. I Love Lucy was sponsored by detergent ads. And that's how you got soap operas. And so that's not a mistake. That's not an accident. The two things that brushing your brain, right, and being addicted to a substance, this is intentional. Yeah, yeah, you know? for sure. It's uh, um, like Operation, like, uh, what is it? Mock, not Mo Operation Mockingbird. What is it? Um, MK Ultra is one thing. And then there's the, mock the Mockingbird Media. 
Yeah, for sure. And that's that's kind of like what we're working through right now, right? Where like either way you have two sources, but they're kind of both feeding like both bullshit ideas, right? Like, we have all the choices in the world between these two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. George Carlin has a great bit. You know, you get two choices in a political party, you get two choices in your news channel, but you get 36 flavors of fucking Baskin Robbins. It's the it's illusion. Like, right. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, it's the illusion of choice. Right. Now, how far are we from the Titanic to the formation of Jekyll Island? Because I know that's always a big one, too. Oh, I, I, uh, I went to Jekyll Island. Uh, matter of fact, I read the, Je the Creature from Jekyll Island the first time when I was 16 years old. I have uh, never had a credit card. I've never had a car loan. I've never had a loan of any sorts. I don't have any credit because I don't have, I don't owe anybody any money. I was always taught as a child, like, from the day, like, I started even, like, looking at anything financial. My dad always told me, he's like, if you can't afford it, you don't need it. You don't need it because it's going to cost you more in the end. I have a girlfriend of mine that has... I ran into her, like, I hadn't talked to her in years, and I ran into her at a bar, and uh, she, she, we both got hammered, and she tried to get me to sign up for a Belk's credit card to do a secured credit card when I was, like, 18, Ew. and I was like, I don't want to do that, but she's my friend, and, like, she talked me into it, I was vulnerable, so I let her talk me into it, and, uh, you know, they denied me, and, it, it, you know, that was the end of that, but I ran into her, and she goes, remember that time I signed up for that credit card, blah, blah, blah. I was like, yes, I remember, Holly, and she goes, you know, I still owe money on clothing that I bought with those cards when I was like a teenager. I don't even own anymore. And I still have money that I rolled over in other credit cards that I still owe. Holy shit. Yes, because that's what happens. And then people wake up. And even if you didn't go to college, you got like $60,000 of debt. And I mean, granted, $60,000 really isn't that much money. But it is a lot if you're living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. It is a lot when you have to pay. You're not paying for the items. You're paying for the interest now. Yeah, for sure. And you don't even own those items anymore. Right. I've got I've got some and it's gonna fucking suck when that shit starts back up again. But uh, I read the creature from Jekyll Island when I was sixteen. And I went there like uh and had dinner at the, the restaurant that they did all the the, the nonsense at. Um it's interesting to, to like talk about something and, and read something and be into something. And it's a completely different thing to like be in the setting where this thing that is so traitorous like happened. And yeah. soak in like this is what like you know, people think that when you're rich, like something happens, like all of a sudden everything's shinier or something or better. But I think Biggie Small said it best when you have more money, more problems. It's not more money, more problems. It's more money, different problems. Rich people have just as many problems as poor people. Because even the people that you know that you think are rich, they're not billionaires. They're not They're not one of them. It's a big club and they're not in any, They're not even in it. There you go. You know? George Carlin bit. I like it. I like you can it. be a multimillionaire. You're not in it. Yeah. Yeah. You're not making. Yeah. You're not in the uh, group. You know, the, the group is small, and they keep it that way, and they keep it in blood, usually. Um, yeah, well, it, yeah, bloodlines. Like, there's something about, like, what is it, like, 40-something of the presidents all have, like, connection to, like, King George or some shit? Oh, uh, yeah, they're also, they're also a bunch of left-handed people. They're all, the lizard, you know, lizard people is what I call them. Okay. I, I don't use the word elites. That makes me want to barf. I'm not giving them power through my words. Uh, not happening, so I just call them lizard people because they hate it. <laughs> Elf I don't believe they're actually reptilian, but uh, legit, I just call them lizard people because I'm not going to call them the elites because I'm not giving them that. But these, these, you know, these lizard people, a lot of them are left-handed. Um, a lot of them are related. I mean, right now, uh, Prince Harry, Meghan Markle is his 15th cousin, and Kate Middleton is his 8th cousin. Or uh, Kate Middleton is um, William's 8th cousin. 
And Queen Elizabeth was married to her second cousin, and Victoria was married to her first cousin. Oh, yeah. And no. they were German. They weren't even British. They spread it out now because they know, you know, you start getting a little weird when you get too close. You but... Start, but look at Prince Charles. He looks he looks retarded. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> look at those hands. Uh, by the way, 50%, 50% of my children have had four kids, and two out of four of my kids were BFFs with the most prolific pedophiles of the last 100 years, uh, being Prince Andrew with Jeffrey Epstein and King Charles now with Jimmy Savile. Jimmy Savile. I will be like, maybe I'm not doing this right. Maybe I'm a bad parent. No shit. Or you're just surrounded by fucking assholes. Or or she and she had to have known about it. She's the head of my five and head of my six. She had to have known. She asked Jimmy Savile like intervene between uh, Princess Diana and uh, Prince Charles when they were getting divorced. He, he would come up to Christmas at Balmoral. So, head of my five, head of my six, head of the Church of England. She didn't know? Yeah, no shit. She That's she crazy. Knew. She knew and chose to protect it. That's crazy. She protected it. And, and it wasn't until he died that anybody even knew that he was like a monster. But, yeah, like, these people are definitely, they, they are doing stuff that, that, that other people are not doing. Um, there's a reason why, you know, you find a lot of high-ranking military Amongst uh, Hollywood celebrities like Courtney Love's father, by the way, uh, he was the manager for the Grateful Dead, right? So she didn't just fall out of the sky. Um, uh, Jim Jim Morrison, his daddy was Admiral Morrison, as in the freaking Gulf of Tonkin incident. Yeah, they all have connections. They all have connections. It's crazy. Britney Spears' father, high-ranking military dude. The whole reason that they had him, the only reason she, do you think she was the most talented little girl in America? She was the best singer. She was the best dancer. No, they chose her. They chose her because she could be controlled by her military daddy and Justin Timberlake as well. And Jennifer Hudson, there's a whole bunch of them. Oh yeah. No, you get into that. Uh, you get into the Gettys and all that. And then you look at like, uh, who's the chick who, uh, I, I, I tried to mention this on a podcast. Um, uh, I you fuck. You haven't watched TV, so I don't even know how to fucking reference this shit. <laughs> um, anyways, never mind. That's a bad reference. I'm, I'm glad I caught that before I tried doing that for five minutes. Uh, no, I got you. Um, it's crazy though. It's crazy how the bloodline works, and it either works in like Amy Schumer is Chuck Schumer's fucking uh, niece, um, and not funny, and a joke thief. That's very true. And she, I, I, she cucked a dude like off of time, and like you know made him like retweet something that was like you know oh in support of Amy doing it, and I was like, damn man, I, I listen to a podcast. You ever listen to Legion of Skanks? Uh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Hell yeah. I'm, I'm I was, so glad. I was going to tell you, happy anniversary, because it's the one year, as of yesterday, it's the one year, one day anniversary of Jack Murphy and the Great Cuckening. <laughs> Is that what it was? <laughs> one year, one year ago today. I just, I just choked on my own spit. I was laughing so hard. No, you're good. Yeah, the great, the Cuckening uh, was this time last year. It was the most interesting Christmas break ever. Was that the, was that their <laughs> last year's podcast? Yeah, that was a that was when uh, uh, Jack Murphy went on the You Are Here show with Elijah Schaefer and uh, uh, Sydney Watson and like flipped out and was like, F you, F you on the camera. And it turns out that that he had like some guy he was paying to have sex with his wife. And this guy was in charge of the luminal, you know, whatever, the commonal order. And he was like charging people like a thousand dollars a year to be a part of this like group of alpha males, like trying to guide each other. And it turns out he's like lowering himself on like, you know, dildos. And like putting it up on the internet himself and not taking it down and then justifying it and like like renting his wife out to some guy named Matt from Tinder. Holy shit. Yep. Jesus. Jesus Christ. He was a regular on the uh the Temple show. Okay, there you go. Okay. I'm he just was the get- guy with the dyed beard, and yes, it is dyed. I'm just get- <laughs> like I'm just getting into Tim Pool, actually. 
Um, I, I, I wouldn't go. Well, again, I kind of follow I've him I, loosely. Follow loosely. I've seen how he does business, and I've, I've uh, Jack Murphy is a perfect example. And like after that all happened, right? He like cursed out Sidney Watson on the show, got up and left the show. Everyone like, knew, like the website, everything was like being like broadcast everywhere. Everyone was like aware within like a couple of days, and he still brought Jack Murphy back on to the show. And then addressed it for like five seconds, defended Jack Murphy and like kept going. And like, dude, this guy's like charging people money to tell them how to be a better man. Guys that are lost, like people that, you know, they would go see Jordan Peterson, but they can't afford it. And Jordan Peterson at the time was like going through opiate or, or sorry, a benzodiazepine freaking withdrawal. So like all these like young lost men were like giving him money to like tell them what to do or how to be men because they don't have fathers. And he took advantage of them. And then Temple did nothing about it to address it, and like never even brought it up again. We just didn't see him anymore. Yeah, it's always. So always... I, I don't trust Temple. I don't like the way he treated uh, Adam Krigler. I don't like the way he treated the whole uh, you know Lydia thing. I, I just I've got lots of problems with the way he does business. Yeah, I've always seen kind of a mix of uh, people. You know, people try to push him, and then you see you read the comments and like try to backtrack, and people people will catch up. You know, that's the one nice thing about the internet is people have the receipts. So. I mean, yeah, no, yeah. I guess I follow loosely because he's usually Unless they delete it. he's usually a well, right. He's usually associated with something, so it's kind of like, all right. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll keep an eye. But yeah, no, for sure. Um, I'm trying to think. So we got to Jack. You want to talk about the, the baby incubators? Well, we can. That's also with Tartaria, right? I mean, I get a Tartaria. I love. See, I'm a little bit ADHD, so I, and plus, again, like I have, it's like trying to give someone a, a, a entire set of encyclopedias yeah. and be like, well, here's the one topic. I'm like, well, let's get there, you know? Yeah, for sure. Uh, there's so many things that I have in my head and so many things that I've learned over, you know, years and years and years of research. Uh, you can't ever tell one thing without telling all the other five things that it's attached to. So I'm sorry if I tangent off. Uh, no, you're that's fine. That's what I'm called Randy So baby, but, and, um, baby and incubators um, usually starts off with, like, the idea of, like, uh, I mean, it, it gets so crazy. Uh, there's, there, you have to believe that there was, there would be uh, an existing uh, society before, um, not just hunter and gatherers that led up to this point. And right, am I, am I going, am I right or am I wrong? Well, there's several things. Before okay. we yeah, you go, you go, one, you go. Number one, um, people don't realize this, but almost every single religion, with the exception of the three Abrahamic religions, which is Judaism, Christianity, and Islam. Every single other religion ever, ever in the history of the world, they all sacrificed babies, uh, children, or pregnant women, especially twins. All of them. The Celts were headhunters. Baby sacrifice was no big deal. Here's the deal, though. The Aztecs would kick, you know, girls' heads down flights of stairs, right? So it wasn't babies' babies. But Carthage would sacrifice baby babies in what they called the Tophet. And they would like have they would play instruments like these uh, these bands would play. So as they the, the parents wear these masks, they couldn't see their emotions, and they would play this music really really loud as they walked the baby into be like sacrificed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like two three months, you know, some as some as old as like three or four, but like that's like the it's all under like three. But they would play music really loud so no one could hear the parents like crying, right? But they would sacrifice their babies. This is why Carthage got wiped off the map. This is why even Rome, even Rome was like, dude, we can't get behind this. That's disgusting. Even Rome was like, we're going to salt this. We're going to salt the earth. You're never coming back. Because the Tophets had started to infringe on uh, the Roman Empire. They started 
uh, having them in the Roman Empire, and they it couldn't it couldn't be done. They had the Vestal Virgins. Don't get me wrong; they did have like ceremonies like that, but it was like four girls every like ten years. It wasn't like a baby every couple months. And Carthage was really really bad about the the babies. But here's the deal: Carthage was a a colony of the Phoenicians. The Phoenicians, uh, which are mentioned in the Bible, the Phoenicians, which may or may not be the Sea Peoples that you know destroyed the the Bronze uh, the Bronze Age empires. Uh, the the Phoenicians that were in Israel when you're in Jerusalem, there's a valley called the Valley of the Shadow of Death. You've heard, you know, yea, yeah. do I walk through the Valley of the Shadow of Death? Everyone's heard that Psalm 23. The Valley of the Shadow is death of death is where they would sacrifice the babies. Which puts that Bible verse in a completely different context for you when you understand that. Right. Yea, though I walk through the valley. Yea, I sacrifice my own babies. Isaac. Um, Isaac and Abraham. Abraham, who's the father, as in these Abrahamic religions, what? how did he become, you know, God's chosen person? How did he get circumcised? How did he become, like, marked? It was when God asked him to sacrifice his child. And at the last minute, it was like, we don't sacrifice kids. So this child sacrifice thing, this is not something that's, it's not something that's new. It's not something that is uh, like an off, a one-off, or it happens over there, over there, over here. I mean, we know, we saw, everyone saw the footage of Bohemian Grove that Alex Jones shot when they cast their cares upon the effigy of a child, which means that they wouldn't have to be, uh, feel guilty about the bad shit they've done. They do the same thing with movies. If they tell you about it, then that's your fault, not theirs. They told you. Right, right. Pretty like Stanley Kubrick, so, like with signs and shit, right? Like yes, yes. Uh, but the 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 sacrificing the effigy of a child, that hopefully it's an effigy of a child. I don't think I know better. It's supposed to be uh, a bundle the, of Jeffrey sticks. Thing. When you molest a child, you're sacrificing a child. When you rape a child, you're you're, you're taking you're sacrificing their innocence. A child. You're taking their innocence. Yes. And so, what happens when society starts having newspapers and more communication, and you go through things like you know the the these hidden religions, they, they never went away. It's been the same crap from the same people since the beginning of time because they're not really people. Right. Uh, people. Well, uh, JFK, in a, I, I reference this a lot, JFK in a speech to American Writers Association, which is just a Writers of America, um, he talks about uh, a monolithic society that will approach, the uh, that's trying to creep into the monolithic. United States. Yeah, monolithic, exactly. And you get into it where he's like, uh, "Be not like afraid." He says like it. He says it like, "Be not afraid by guerrilla warfare by day, but by like uh, you know them sneaking in at night. Um, not that they would ever come in attacking you with swords or guns, but that they'll come at you with uh, well, they can't government, They're but cowards. They'll, they'll sneak into government and reach their reach their paws throughout like the entire branch. Like he literally goes through and names so many things about what's going on today. Um, a government that hides and says you don't need to worry about the stats or you know you don't need to know this we're just it's in your best interest you do this it's like fu you're fucked that's exactly what they wanted you know no uh, sorry not to get off but no no i mean like again again like everything remember i talked about the puzzle here's the one thing i can guarantee that every single one of these puzzle pieces have in common it's always about the blood and it's always about the children always yeah kids always. kids always be that's a sacrifices were Blood sacrifices. Right. When you get married, when you get married, uh, it, that's that's actually <laughs> not a um, a contract. That's a covenant. Uh, it's basically you and that other person and God make a deal, and it's a it's a contract with God. It's called a covenant. And what they used to do is they sacrifice the animal, they cut him in half, and they would walk through the blood to seal the deal. 
when you get married, there's a reason that the bride's side of the family sits on one side of the aisle and the groom's side sits on the other because when you get married, it's a covenant with God. You're walking through the blood. Jesus. It's always about the blood and it's always about the children. Right. And until, you, until people start paying attention to that, like abortion is modern day child sacrifice. I don't care what anybody says. It's you hard. Know, women's rights, blah, blah. I'm like, dude, I don't care. That's a, It doesn't matter because the minute someone convinces you that you should, you know, kill your potential baby, they could take something away from me that you don't know what that's going to end up going to be. That, like, That's like saying I'm going to take away your investments. Yeah. No, when people try to correlate it, it, it's so funny how people go, no, it's not. It's like you have to get so defensive and so like angry about it because you know it's that it's that fragile. It's it's not as easy as, yo, this isn't a thing yet. It's like, shut the fuck up. Like I it's love like taking someone's war bonds or taking someone's like investments. Well, Bill it's Burr like taking someone's money. Bill Burr because said like, it best. That child is that child will bring you in your old age health and wealth and well being. Well, they are taking away your your not just their future, but they're taking away from you having security in your older age in your future. Because a lot of these women that have ha are having these abortions, like let, let's be honest, no one's gonna get them pregnant on purpose. Just saying. Right or you know? or not like want to you know those take the risk. Yes yeah, and. and and these people are not, they're going to get to be 50 years old and they're going to end up like Kathy Griffin, you know, acting like a fool because she doesn't have any children. So she thinks she has to baby the world. They're going to have dog children. I'm like, yeah. Dude, that's a dog. That's that, not a child. You don't understand. Until you have a child, you don't understand the difference. Right. You never see someone with like three kids and they're like, I'm a, I'm a dog mom. You never hear that. No. Because they're a mom mom. Right. You got you real, know? you got real people to take care of. I was just laughing about like that. I was just laughing because, yeah, you see, I wanted to make a tweet about it being like, these dog moms are going to be talking shit on themselves when they see how much they love a real kid. You just got to stop aborting them I can't wait for AOC first. to get pregnant. Oh, I can't wait for AOC to have a baby. I think she's going to turn Republican. Jesus Christ. I, I think she might be secretly Republican anyways, though. That's a conspiracy theory. Not there you a go. conspiracy analyst. There you go. I, I really do because, you know, uh, there's just a lot of weird stuff. Like, she's done more for the Republican Party than anybody who's Republican has in the last, like, five years. Like, seriously. Yeah. She's turned more people in that direction than anyone else other than, like, the Crypt Keeper herself. Uh, the Crypt, well, Mrs. Nancy Hammer. Pelosi or what, Mrs. Hammer? <laughs> Mrs. Hammer. Who's or that? I like to call her a pee your, pant, pee, uh, pee your pants on a plane Pelosi. <laughs> She's the only person who's ever been cut off on a private flight. <laughs> really? No shit? Oh, she, no, well, you know, oh, I was going to say, well, you know, she looks, she looks like she's on a weird cocktail for sure. Have you seen that picture of her with JFK? She used to fuck JFK, right? I don't know. I, I think everybody fucked JFK. Well, and she had those titties. But again, 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 if they can't attack you anywhere else, they attack you sexually. Because for them, sex is magic. You have to remember this. We're not talking about, like, everyone thinks we're talking about, like, this political party versus that. No, it's evil on both sides. And we're not, this is this is not anything other. It's not black versus white. It's not male versus female. It's not gay versus straight. It's not, you know, trans versus, you know, bigot. This is a religious war. And it's been a religious war. It's been spiritual warfare since day one. And it's always the same fight over and over again. And... People that you have to be insane to think that uh you know things are gonna change when people are crazy. Nothing's gonna change. You know we had Epstein and nobody else got charged for who did he peddle kids to? Who did to? not hang himself? Well, exactly. But you know what I'm saying? Like he who did he peddle to? Oh, we don't know. We just got Epstein. It's like shut the fuck up. You know who? Like there's reasons why you have grand juries with Epstein because that means you can seal away evidence. The people who are prosecuting him get to pick the evidence shown to the jurors. So they obviously like. Gislaine Maxwell, and that's her name, is Gislaine. Gislaine Maxwell, no list, no list of her clientele, 
right? Heidi Fleiss, we got her list, but not uh, Ghislaine Maxwell. Also, did you know that she has a submarine license? And when I think submarine, I don't know about you, but I think Nazi. I I didn't make the two, but I I that's that's not so bad. Who has it? These people don't just have private jets or they're uh, be bopping around in the world in. They have submarines because you have to learn from someone who owns a submarine to have a submarine license, wouldn't you? Well, the, the people fuck? that these people are connected to and all that, I mean, between trapping and between who they want to know, it, it's all nuts. It's all nuts. Um, where do you... I'm just saying the only, the only group of people like that you could think of in modern history that had a fleet of submarines, that would be the U-boats and the Nazis. Just saying. Well, she's her. Who was her dad? Her dad Robert was Maxwell. Her dad was high uh, media. They always, in, it's uh, always nepotism. If you can't find dirt on someone, if you like have a bad feeling, you're like, you know, this is weird. This this story is weird. The celebrity's weird. Don't look at them because they're gonna cover up everything involving them. This is what the studio system has done since day one. This is why, like, you know, they starved Judy Garland and like they changed people's names and like you know had Marilyn Monroe shave her nose down and all that stuff. Like they they can change all that. They can hide all that. They can protect it with the Hollywood machine. But the family, if you look at the family, that's how you find out the pink meat. That's where you get to the jerk. Uh, you know, Elon Musk seems like a great guy. Like everyone's like, oh, he's so awesome. Like, but he dated Amber Heard after the poop incident. Yep. yep. After he's a freak. And his mother was a Swedish model and who's a product of the baby farms from Hitler. And the father owned emerald mines. And we know that those are blood emeralds. Like everyone knows that in South Africa. For sure. Um, so I mean not to mention that, how you mine the materials for your cars. You have to look at not just or the person. Fracked. Look at who their family is. Obama. Everyone's like, well, you literally there's nothing you say bad about Obama. I'm like, yeah, but his mother, there's pictures of her, you know, looking like a sex kitten. And his grandmother was in charge of the bank Obama. that was uh, dispersing the money for Japan during World War II. She was in charge of the the, the money that's supposed to bring Japan back after World War II for the Bank of Hawaii. So th that they don't hide. So look at the family. Look at what's around them. And that's how you can find the truth. Well, we can't always, you can't always deny either that, not deny, but can't skip over Obama having like the bomb record of the Middle East for like, he had the, like he that's was. That's why he's called Obama because he ran out of fucking bombs. He bombed the fuck out of He literally out ran of out of bombs. No, he's he a. ran out of bombs. People, like, it's like the most under, like, talked about thing. You can't bring it up. People are like, no, because of Trump and all this shit. It's like, shut the fuck up. The hey, dude did his. it's not weird that his name rhymes with Osama? I don't, I don't know about that, but the fact that the guy fucking, the fact that he was just bombing everybody and people were like, I like the way he speaks. He was a good guy. It's like, cause he shot basketball. He's a good speaker. He you, you know why he had to speak well? Because there's babies' bodies under his pillow. That's why. Well, he would guess. He like, better be a good orator. Cause that's all he's got going for him. Because like he had Hillary Clinton and Benghazi, which is a CIA operation. He, he's got all kinds of dirt. Like there's all kinds of crap. But, but again, like, they, they did a really good job of tying that up in a neat bow. Michelle Obama's dick. Uh, they tied it up in a nice neat bow, right? Yeah. And they, they you know, hit his wife's penis. And, you know, hit the fact that those kids might not be his kids. I'm just saying, like, she said it in the book, not me. Plus, Malia was like, you haven't seen Sasha and Malia. Except for when there was that appearance in the Hunter Biden, top, Hunter Biden laptop thing. Remember that? Mm. With the credit card from uh, Malia? No, so I haven't seen that. Just... Yeah, you didn't know that? Was that in, was that a, in his picture? There's a picture. There's a picture of a credit card covered in like what looks like white dust. Yeah, yeah, I've heard about Malia this. And it's Malia Obama's freaking card. Yeah, that's crazy. And there's a picture of her with him where everyone's wearing their underwear. And see, the fact that you wouldn't even have to hide the laptop in general already makes it suspicious that they like... They didn't hide it. What would they be hiding? No, no, no. The but FBI the, just refused to accept the evidence. No, but the fact that Twitter was like 
uh, compressing fucking uh, people from posting it. Like, Facebook wouldn't let you send out uh, articles about it, even through DMs. You weren't allowed to post those fucking articles. They were because, they were suppressing because deep, it. Because the deep, the people that are in a deep sleep. But that's what I'm, but that's what I meant that by, shit. that's what I meant by the fact that, like, they were kind of hiding it, is they weren't letting people openly share it with people because it was considered false information, which actually ended up not being false at all because it was an actual thing, which... In general, they said it wasn't. So it's like that's fucking right there should already be a big fucking worry, you know? Like, like that's that's crazy that somebody would say it's not real at all. Okay, well it's real, but it's not as crazy as you think. It's like bullshit. It's not the few things you release. It's it's crap. Again, though, there are people that again, there's a lot of people out there that they're. It's like they're they're almost they're almost there, but pestering them about it and like peppering them with like facts and like. Like getting like getting angry at them or calling them names or like trying to like fight me, you know, you know that that's not gonna help. All you're gonna do is like back them into a corner and then they're not gonna be open minded. But again, those people they're they're on their own journey. They're gonna end up exactly where they need to be, exactly when they need to. Uh, there there's perfect timing when it comes to these things, and and they will get where they need to go. But by like hounding them with information, you're not helping. You're making you look crazy and you're making all of us look crazy. And then when they actually come across this stuff later on, now they set up all these like defenses so they can't listen. So you just got to let these people go. Like let them take your hand off of them. Let them end up where they're going to end up. You cannot save the world. As much as we've been told by TV and movies that this is possible, it is not possible. You cannot save the world. And there's going to be some people that never wake up. I would say five to 8% of people are never, ever, ever going to have a conspiratorial thought in their mind, and like not one, not one original thought their whole life. One out of three. Pictures, they go to work and they go home. One out of three people. It, one out just, of three. Sorry, one out of three people don't have a thought. Like they don't have a conscious thought. Well, the TV does it for them. The TV tells them what to feel. The TV tells them what to think. The TV tells them what to believe in. Yeah, they just live in the moment. So they, don't they don't ever. To. They don't ever think about it. They just go along with what the narrative is. Well, they don't have to. Everything's been done for them. But also, I mean, I have sympathy for these people as well. There's a lot of, like, people out there that have two jobs, sometimes three jobs, and children, and sometimes no father in the home, and they are exa- they're tired. They're really tired. They're on their feet, you know, 16, 18 hours a day, being a mother and working two jobs. They don't have time to, like, read or research. Uh, all they can do is turn on the TV and, like, catch up on the news, and they really just want to see the weather, but they have to listen to all this garbage to get there, and, and especially when they're tired again. Like, they're just, everything just goes right in their head. And then they, they start to form a bias. If you hear something enough times, the way our human brain works, you will start to believe it. There's a reason why when a cop pulls someone over and, like, there's a couple people in the car, they separate them and get their stories separately. The reason for that is because the way that people work in groups is if you try to come up with a story as a group, the story will change. Everyone's input will actually change the validity of the story. That's why you're not allowed to have hearsay in court. That's why they have to have witness testimonies like almost immediately uh, because things over time, the way the human brain works is uh, if you start listening to someone else tell the story, you're going to start changing things in your own brain and remember them properly and be able to pass a lot of tests. Check, check, check. Yeah. So you convince yourself. Like, you hear them over and over again. They, yeah. They start to really think that's how it is. And, and that's just the way the brain works. But they know this because they've done all the research. Well, the freaking CIA like uh, operations and the MK Ultra shit. They know what works. They've been tested they for sure. And that's why, like, that's why, like, they throw, uh, like, the idea is, like, the, every 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 news article or whatever they're doing, like, they always throw the most aggressive thing they can at you before you flinch. 
just so you get used to it being right in your face, and then they let they, they just get a little more, a little more, and it just always gets you a little off your rocker, a little more as you like get into that fucking nerve hole. But if you don't watch that shit, it's inc- it's incredible how you just don't. It just rolls off you. I don't watch it. No, for real. I, I don't watch horror movies, and I don't watch uh, TV at all. I don't. I, I haven't watched TV, TV except for in hotel rooms uh, since 2013 after my son was born. Yeah, I got I removed it from my home. I mean, I have t- I have a TV. I watch movies, but mostly, mostly I just watch YouTube documentaries and yeah. podcasts, and that's what I watch. And I listen to music, and like that's it. Because like the rest of it, I'm like, you're, they're not getting it. They're not getting in here. This is a sacred. This is my home. And oh yeah. I don't allow horror movies in my home. I, I don't allow uh, that nonsense either. I mean, I don't. I can't for the life of me. I can't understand why anybody would enjoy watching a horror movie like dude there's enough real actual horror in the world go go look what they're doing with like the in the, in the congo right now yeah, Congo's with the bad. cobalt yeah man. let's go look at that that you don't need a horror movie it's real and there, there are people that are you know taking children and sacrificing for their organs right so like, it's easier to sneak a child's organs over the border than it is the actual child that shit happens every day like there's real horror you don't need hollywood made up shit you can just like read the, like read about like the, the amount of missing kids in the U.S. Uh, not birth certificate or fucking trafficked is fucking scary. You understand that that's the whole point of the late term abortion thing, right? Right. The, the reason that the reason they want the late term abortions is think about it like this: if you have a child, and we know we already know that Planned Parenthood has sold parts and cells and things like that, not just to uh, you know private organizations, but to China. And to research facilities, these fetuses, they don't just go in the incinerator. They do stuff with that that they're not supposed to. And they got, I think it was Project Veritas or was it, uh, I can't remember which one it was that they called, they called it out that had the, the interview where they talked about it. But think about it like this. If you've got a baby that can survive outside the body at 21 weeks, right? And now all of a sudden you've got a viable baby. What's to say that they don't do something with that baby? Because it, there's no birth certificate. There is no burial. There's no body. It's not like the mom gets a bag back. They're like, we got it all. Like, no, right. that's not what happens. Now you have an undocumented child. And people that are willing to kill babies now have possession that sell body parts. We know they do that. And if it doesn't have a birth certificate, if it's not considered a baby, because then isn't it just toxic like medical waste? Even if it's alive, isn't that medical waste? They never they never clarify that the baby's dead. There's no one checking behind them. There's no like DHEC. There's no like, you know, organization that comes back behind them and checks. DSS isn't like, okay, what's up with that kid that's missing? Right? Yeah, for sure. Now you have undocumented babies that can survive outside the body and who knows what they do with them. Everyone has a birth certificate and, and, and say what you want. And there's lots of stuff about that, but every birth certificate has a number. Uh, and for example, mine starts with zero three nine because I'm from South Carolina. Every birth certificate has this area code. So the area code tells on the number on your birth certificate, the first three numbers tell you where you're from, right? These babies don't have a birth certificate. They don't have any, there's as far as people are concerned, well, we incinerated them on site. It's, it's bio waste. So what's to say that it's dead? Right. Let me ask you this. They don't, they don't say that it's a dead baby because they don't believe that it ever was alive. Right. Let me ask you this. Do you ever have a problem with like trying to correlate this? Because you ha- this seems like something you have to say if, like, if, if this is something you're going along with. Do you ever have a problem like where this is like people were like, I'm out? When I start talking about... Uh, Incinerating and selling baby parts? Yeah. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Do you ever just see people like the light in people's eyes just be like, I'm out. I'm out on this. 
A thousand percent no. Almost every single time people go, oh my God, that's what they're doing. And it clicks. See, I, as soon as I've ever brought up babies, gone, bye, see ya. Like people are just like, I'm done. I don't even want to hear it. Just out of like no, their own like, non-door. People what I'm are saying. tired. They're tired. They work. Yeah. They're tired. Yeah. It's just you know? like. As as like you're like you're saying like uh you warm people up it's like man we're fifty two minutes in and you get into into the baby thing it's like holy shit that's enough to take in for fifty minutes like that's like warm it you know it's like it's like uh it's like a warm bath and also you're like holy fuck you just get into it and you're like it's fucking hot it needs to be discussed because again it's always about what the blood and the children and why is it why why do you think they go after the kids like. Again, we could get into like the whole pineal gland, how it's not like, you know, how they, they how children can play pretend, um, how they can see things we can't see um, about how children, uh, you know, the, the way that they interact with ghosts, you know, ghost uh, you know, stories, the way that children are able to literally immerse themselves in play because they, they are able to like see, they've got more DMT than we do in their brain, right? That there's something to do with them trying to manipulate reality using trauma in children. What and I also think that it has a secondary uh, purpose, uh, like the, the satanic ritualistic abuse. Um, and that's a, that's definitely a thing. And if you don't believe me, ask Nicole Kimmon's sister, because she was satanically ritualistically abused, and her father jumped off a balcony. There's something with these balconies, too. It's like the doorknobs and the bathtubs. Like, I don't know what's with the balcony thing, but these, these you know, lizard people, they love their balconies. Um, but Nicole Kimmon's father m- molested the hell out of Nicole Kimmon's sister. So what makes you think that Nicole came and got away with it? And she was in Eyes Wide Shut, right? And yeah, she was yeah. Tom Cruise. And they're, they're, it's all, it's a, you know, click, 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 click. All the stuff starts to click into place. But satanic ritualistic abuse is real. And, and it has many purposes. And one of them is because, you know, they're using children to manipulate time and space in our reality. And I think it also explains the Mandela effect. Oh, just uh, being able to, like, reproduce, like, an idea of what you thought something was? I think they're trying to manipulate time. Well, you can. You can through movies. I mean, fuck, look at, look at media. Like, Operation Dumbo Drop is a Disney movie based on <laughs> Vietnam, but it's supposed to, like, it's it's literally a, ma- a movie made to soften the idea of Vietnam, even though it was literally over nothing and just people making money like it is right now with Ukraine. Like, Again, Jim Henson, or Jim Henson, you're in my brain. Oh, that, that'd be messed up. Puppets <laughs> in Vietnam. Right, right. <laughs> that's, that's a movie someone needs to make. Uh that's actually funny. But as fuck. Uh, no, uh, Jim Morrison, his father, Admiral, Admiral Morris, is the one that started all that shit. You know? Yeah. Well, it, it, and when you see like wars, it's just like, even like, uh, you know. That's right- what got, I mean, that thing ultimately that's what got Kennedy killed, right? I mean, that's what Johnson wanted to do. Johnson wanted to go to Vietnam. Kennedy didn't want to. There's something about uh, JFK, like, had all this money set aside for like helicopters and shit ready to go to Vietnam. But, uh, yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's always, uh, well, he was doing a lot of shit about like counter, like, um, counterintelligence being allowed in in the in the states, and and he was gonna cut down on that shit, um, and and people didn't like that. You know the fact that like uh, different countries can come over here and lobby to our media stories that they want leaked and stories that they don't. It's like yo, that shit gets wild when you get into like that shit. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, and who was his? Who was in his family? Huge Dems. Okay. Or no, he had something well, to I mean, do with COVID too, Bink didn't he? Man fried. Right. Like, made off, like, he made off with all of it, bank man fried. Like, you think this is coincidental that Anthony Weiner's getting in trouble for taking his dick out in front of, like, little kids? Like, he's getting in trouble with 17-year-old, like, sexting yeah, uh, problems? How, how pushed like, under dude, that they, was, they, too. They, they, they tell you who they are. Their names are not not important. They It means something, you know? 
It's always funny when you see just the yeah yeah for sure like they kind of spell out their name already. But it, they like that stuff. They like having everything out in the open. Um, they like it's like you said. As long as they put it out there, they get away they with have like to. it's part of their religion. Yeah, they have. If they to. tell you about it and you do nothing, then you're it's your fault. You're guilty. It's on you because you didn't stop it. Yeah. That's how they. That's what they believe, and everything else they cast onto like you know children and sacrifice in front of owl gods like Moloch. Moloch, there you and go. And that's how they, they they don't feel guilt. Yes, they 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 are able to uh, commit atrocities because they don't feel like it's their fault. They don't have any responsibility for the awful things that they've done. This is part of their religion, and all this stuff. There's a lot of stuff that is part of this religion uh, that has been kept secret, you know, uh, or, or put in your face under the premise of being another religion, Catholics, I'm talking to you. Um, there's a lot of stuff that's, that's been going on for a, a thousand years that nobody even notices is messed up. Like, for example, like, dude, you're telling me, you're telling me that uh, you're going to, like, drink the blood of Christ and eat his flesh at church. And if I, if I came up to you and I was like, okay, check it out. Uh, we're going to uh, drink blood and eat flesh because uh, it's Sunday school, and that's what we do. Otherwise, you know, you, you're not going to be, like, free of your sins. You'd be like, you're in a fucking cult. Yeah. This is the guy in a punchline. Where's the plane? Where's the senator? I'm getting the fuck out of here. It's only right? okay because, because everyone because believes in it. Catholic Church, like, no one thinks twice about it. You, this We're talking about eating flesh and drinking blood, and that is fucking satanic or saturnic. Yeah, I get you. I get you. It's a fucked up way to look at it. Um, well, How do you it's feel about it? into our society. It's a, and it's a good way. How, have you ever heard about the idea of uh, like uh, the the Greeks fed the Romans the idea of Christianity, and that's just like the big fuck you to all of them, just get them way off the path. No, I don't think I don't. I don't think that's the case. I think that uh, the reason that the the Romans embraced Christianity was for a very simple reason. Soldiers uh, used to follow the cult of Mithras, and then they uh, started getting into Christianity because they're very similar. Actually, they've got a lot of things in common, and Astrozoarism too. But um, basically. Uh, all the Roman soldiers, matter of fact, the first church that was ever, like the oldest church that we have proof of is in England was made by Roman soldiers in the three, like before the 300s, before even Constantine. So the soldiers were all Christians, right? Yeah. So they, in order for Constantine to win the the bid for the emperor, which he was going up against another dude, I can't remember what his name was, but in order to get the army behind him, he had to be like, I'm a Christian. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that just kind of it was. A, it was a freaking battle move, and it, very smart. And you know, they did. They didn't even like change anything. They just took like the big pile of like they just put it in a big pot, and they're like, oh well, you know, uh, this is what we got here. Uh, yeah, everyone's yeah, everyone's welcome. Yeah, whatever. Um, okay, Red I get shoe you. Society for one. <laughs> Dumber party. Dumber Dom- party for one. Dumber party. Yeah, that's actually funny when you get the context of it too, right? Um, no. So all right, so. Um, where do you fall on Stanley Kubrick? Um, again, because supposedly it's a lot of symbolism. Hollywood, I can't, we can't trust them because in order to get where they're at, they did something awful or they allowed someone that they love have something awful happen. So, to them. so you think it's too easy to say that he's giving away too much information for somebody who made it and is okayed by Hollywood? I, I think that, that it's like, it's like Operation Bluebeam. It's, it's a limited hangout. Like it's intentional. Again, yeah. they have to tell you what they're doing, right? So they don't have to have any like responsibility for it, right? You didn't stop them. You could have stopped them. But do you, you think there's some them. truth behind the symbolism? There's a lot of stuff that's behind the symbolism of that. Okay. But but again, again, all of that 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 that's that's rabbit holes 
and trails you're going to go down and you're going to miss the path. Because the, the goal in all this is to learn as much as you can. Don't, everyone's like, I want to learn deep dive. I'm like, don't deep dive anymore. No, but There's what's too much information? You what, don't have time for that. What about identifying what they're trying to put out in the open f- to be cleared by? Like that's, I guess, what I'm kind of asking is, some people think that Stanley Kubrick's films uh, do the symbolism because that's how they get like some of their messages out, so they are clear in their in their religion. Oh, uh, absolutely, but, th- but this is all Hollywood. Okay, this is all of Hollywood. Is this the swirls they and all tell that? You right, everything in the movies and TV shows and comic books and music. They tell you everything you need to know, and and, and that's the thing is again. When I talk about like evidentiary, like things to back things up, right? You, we, there's different kinds of evidence uh, that's accepted in court. Hearsay's not. So if I heard somebody say something and I repeat it, not acceptable in court. Yeah, for sure. Documents are acceptable in court. Uh, if you have a case study, which is mean, which means I have a bunch of different incidences that are completely connected, you know, without a shadow of doubt, we did a study and this, 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 and this is all the same thing. Anecdotal evidence in a case study is acceptable. Not just in, 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 you know, science, but also in court. I always ask myself, if I can't prove in court without a shadow of a doubt that this is a thing, then I don't have any business telling anybody else what this thing is. Right. We, we, we talked about it earlier today. Yeah, I tell you, I'm an asshole because I just so, hear shit on podcasts and I'll say it. So the, these movies and all, like, yes, yes, yes. It is a disinformation campaign. It, it definitely is, you know, uh, you know, like Operation Blue Book, like I, uh, I, Blue Beam, excuse me. It, it tell, they tell you everything you need to know. Uh, now, what you glean from that, see, now, really gets crazy is like, that's why I don't watch TV because, like, I can't watch TV anymore because I, I see all of it. I can't unsee it. But uh, when you get to a certain level, like, you, you, you see it in everything. You, you don't have to, like, read the headlines or you can read between the headlines. So now you don't have to read the story to know what they're doing. You know, I'm like, oh, the, another celebrity died randomly. Well, whatever that's from. I wonder what happened to her. Gee whiz, you know, let's take five seconds. But but all that stuff, right? You have to like boil it down to like if if something happens a bunch of times in a row, if a bunch of celebrities hang themselves from doorknobs with belts and scarves. Right. Right after they did research on sex trafficking, maybe, maybe there's a connection. Well, that's kind of like know? uh nah, who are the last two? Um Lincoln Park and uh No, that one the last one was Anthony Bourdain and Kate Spade. There you and go. No, I'm trying to think Bing. of the two rock stars. Though. Chester Bennington, uh, Chris Cornell. Go. Yes, you also had Jonathan Brandis from Ladybugs. Michael Hutchinson is my favorite because his father, excuse me, his wife was a uh, Polly Yates who was married to Bob Geldof, who did uh, Live Aid. And their his daughter with Polly Yates was Peaches Geldof, who's the person who louded out Ian Watkins from The Lost Prophets, the guy that was the baby raver. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. And she was also part of the OTO, the uh, Oreo Temporalis. She had a tattoo on her arm. Yeah, they love. They love their. She was fucking... Paris Hilton of, of Britain, by the way. You know. Yeah. And Michael Hutchinson's, he desperately wanted Bob Geldof not to have anything to do with his children, and like they weren't fighting over the children when he, you know, hung himself from a doorknob. But they said they they tried to make it sound gross, right? And then Polly gets took over the custody of the children, and then she died of a heroin overdose. So guess who ended up having custody of Michael Hutchinson's children against his explicit wishes and like everything he tried really hard to prevent? Fucking Bob Geldof. Sir Bob Geldof, excuse me. Sir Bob Geldof. See, that's a name I'm gonna have to look up. Yeah, he's the guy that did the live aid thing. He he's connected with like U two and like all that creepy shit. Like, ugh. I always thought U two was fucked up. I always knew U two was fucked up. I got a gay co-host who uh, he's not a co-host, but he's on here very much, and yeah, just call him a co-host. He loves U two. Does he understand like that? 
they raise money for organizations and then take all of it one but one percent literally one percent like they tell you exactly what they're doing one percent i'm gonna show him this and i hope to god he gets pissed because i want to know what he says only because it's very funny. It, the NFL does that, right? Like, not to get off anything, but the NFL does that with Pink. They give away, like, 0.5% of the money they actually make off of your Pink sales in November. Basketball's weird. How many times do you see the numbers? 33 and 23. As a matter of fact, Shaq was actually originally supposed to be 33. But the guy who was 33 from Miami had been grandfathered into that jersey number. But he also happened to be the same guy that, that Shaq, like, couldn't get the 30, the guy that was actually 33 for Miami Heat, I forget what his name is right now. He'd been participating in a um, uh, a rookie that came out um, that was just drafted in the 76ers, uh, died of an overdose of cocaine, like Glenn before Bias. he even got to play a single game. And then he got moved to Miami Heat and he had number 33. So Shaq had to get number 34. But 33 and 23, how many times do you see that? And this is why it's important. 23 and me, we got 23 chromosomes, by the way, that's Ann Wojcicki, Susan Wojcicki, who owns YouTube's sister, who owns 23 and me. Uh, the 23 is important because it is the exact amount of degrees for the earth to be on an axis, right? Mm -hmm. For us to not burn up or freeze out where we can have like seasons. We would not be able to survive if we were 24 degrees or 21 degrees or 22 degrees. It has to be 23 degrees. So that's where you get your 23 and the 23 chromosomes, right? And then the 33, the day, the year that Jesus died, um, how old Jesus was when he died, excuse me, uh, the 33 parallels where all these monolithic structures are on the equator. Like there's these numbers, they're not, they don't just come out the sky. Like they, they appear over and over and over again for a reason. The 27 club, right? Yeah, people who die at 27. It's a sacrificial year. That's why. And a lot of them in April. Avicii's, his, oh, Avicii's story is really interesting. I, Let's hear it. His mother, again, Swedish model, just like um, Elon Musk. Okay. Just like Abba. Uh, his mother's a Swedish model. His father's a British singer. Uh, he died on April 20th, Hitler's birthday. Or 420, boy. Like, you know, whatever. Right? Right. And a lot, I think it, there was another, there was a shooting. Which one was it? On uh, The school shooting that was on uh, April 20th. I think it was Columbine. Was it Columbine? I can't remember. Uh, I can't remember. I, I'm not good with it. Avicii died on April 20th. His father had, the year before he died, his father had made a song with a band called Dead by April. And it basically was like an apology to his son for dying. Uh, and then he, guess what? He dead by April. Fuck that. Uh, and that's a always... Swedish death metal band, no less. And you should see their symbolism on their album and stuff. Again, again, if you pay attention, you know, it, it sounds like you're reaching for things. Until you go, okay, this, 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 and this. What are the fucking chances? Yeah. These things can't keep repeating this way unless it's it's by, you know, unless it's by purpose. Yeah, this is not like confirmation bias. This is like fat, 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 fat. You're telling me they're not connected? Yeah. You know, Courtney Love's father. Being in the, you know, one of the Merry Pranksters. He was, not, he was a part of that whole CIA experiment where they were like giving out drugs at the Haight-Ashbury Clinic, right? Mm -hmm. That's Courtney Love's father. And then everywhere Courtney Love goes, she's listed in Nancy movie because... She was there when Sid and Nancy fucking died of heroin shit. Like, and then everywhere she goes, people die of heroin overdoses. Huh. Just kind of like her father was handing out uh, LSD. She was handing out heroin, I guess. I don't know. Um, Just saying. I was, no, I was trying to think of Hate Ashbury and, uh, cause. Uh, it's called Hate. Right. Yeah. No, yeah. No, for the real. The Hate. No. It's it, called The Hate. What do you think about, like, uh,. What what do you think about these people who like have connections like CIA and shit like, 
Um, like like Amberson Cooper was always my favorite one. That's like, oh, like he Alex was, Jones. He was a CIA. Well, but Al, he Al, went to the farm. He was also a Vanderbilt. Um, the Vanderbilt Mansion. Uh, if you see those Tony Podesta like paintings of the creepy kids in the pool, Tony that's Podesta. the fucking Vanderbilt pool. Yeah, it's fucking creepy when you get into it, and it's always weird that. Somebody's an intern it's, it's for the not, CIA. You start seeing it everywhere. No, for sure, but it's always it again. But that's why, like, weird meaning, like, it should catch your eye that like a guy is a CIA intern, but then he speaks to half of America while he's known for one of being one of the richer families in fucking American history. The Vanderbilts. Yeah, and so the Van- the Vanderbilts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As yeah. in, like, they shook up the New York society uh, in the 1800s with a uh, you know, uh, well, guess who? The Asher family. Ooh, what's that? The Titanic? Let me get on. No, not a good idea, probably. Yeah, right. that same family. Yeah, these robber barons and all that. Yeah, that's what Anderson Cooper comes from. And his family like just squandered all the money they saved or whatever. But, I mean, I don't know. I watched a billionaire, uh, Sam Bankman Fried, uh, with his... Ug- I mean, I can't even tell you. That's the ugliest woman I've seen in print. And the fact that I have to think about her having sex with anybody who's going to barf, that's the ugliest woman I've seen in print since our owner Schwarzenegger had sex with his maid. Like, seriously. I don't. That woman is... I, don't, I do not understand it. I can't. I can't understand that, like, in the slightest. Like, like, does she have beer-flavored titties? Like, what was that about? I can't understand what was going on with that. Uh, But they were doing sex magic in in the Bahamas, in the Bermuda Triangle shit, you know? Yeah. Uh, Just just saying. But, uh, yeah, this Vanderbilt family, Anderson Cooper went to the farm. You're telling me that someone who goes to boot camp uh, never, like, those people never leave the military. When you join the military, you join the military for life. They break you down to build you back up in their image. You don't leave the military. It's when people get PTSD when they leave the military, not while they're in the military. Because it's, it's a trauma right? bond. Yeah, yeah. So if you go to the CIA farm, which Edward Snowden did as well, and I'll get I'll touch on that in a second. Uh, when you go to that, it's over. Anderson Cooper will always work for the CIA. Um, uh, Edward Snowden is another one that went to the farm. He went to the CIA farm. He got trained by the CIA. He got the NSA. What the NSA used to do before the Patriot Act is it was their job to monitor the other alphabet agencies. That's what they did. Did you know that? No. I that's didn't. what that's what their that's what their purpose was. Their purpose was to monitor the activities and the communications of the CIA, the FBI, the DOJ, all of them. That's what they were supposed to be doing. And the Patriot turned them against us. And when that was brought out, that was brought out by Edward Snowden, but what did that do? If anything, it it did nothing but discredit the NSA, which is exactly what the CIA would want them to do because now they can't do any operations where they watch the CIA now because they got limited in their funding and they got limited in their, their scope ability, except against the American people. Right. And Edward Snowden's allowed to do interviews on Joe Rogan, but Julian Assange can't do interviews at all. He's in jail jail, and he hasn't been charged with anything. He's been denied due process, so. Right. Do you know who Michael Strange is? Uh, great last name. <laughs> oh, Charles Strange, right? Like, do you know Charles Strange? Uh, sounds really familiar. Charles Strange is a guy who's gone up against the NSA because of the things that they monitored him. Uh, his his son was one of the SEALs who killed bin Laden. and Allegedly. Uh, well, four months later. I call him Popsicle Peep. There's, there's months later. He was on ice for like six months. Months, late, months later. Back a, months later after they uh, supposedly shot him. Um, they, uh, a, a group, an entire group of these fucking SEALs that, I mean, like, Top t- top level fucking like uh, servicemen down. They all died. They all died in a plane. And the way that Charles Strange is his dad, um, he talks about you know they had 
uh, whistleblowers actually send them information that they, uh, you know, downloaded on a disc and had uh, all bunch of shit. You know, actually, the mom in the in the book, the mom shows that on your computer screen, they can mimic back even if you don't have a camera. They can mimic your entire fucking background. They can see through your fucking monitor. Uh, and and she got she got you know so they they post all that. Why do you think my studio is in my freaking closet? Right. Well, they they went up against uh, the NSA, and the NSA you know comes out and says uh, you know Mr. Strange, the NSA has never spied on American citizens. And then he he throws down an article that says four NSA agents fired for spying on their wives because they thought they were cheating. And it just fucking was like done fucking deal, dude. What are you even arguing? <laughs> But Charles Strange's story, I mean, and Michael Strange is, is nuts because you get into, like, you know, um, they kind of assassinate, uh, supposedly assassinate. I know what you're talking guy. about now. It just took me a second. Like, now you clarified it. Yeah. Cool. Because supposedly, you know, uh, anytime there's a flight mission in Afghanistan or anything like that, they had, or Pakistan, they had to fly with certain, um, uh, certain, like, air force for, like, over there. Um, for whatever country we're working with, I can't fucking remember it off the top of my head. It was Pakistan. Yeah, and they I would believe? have they would have five Pakistani soldiers fly with every flight, every flight, and they had plans, they had missions, everything that they they were never surprised. And the night they went down, they took the loudest fucking helicopter, they took the loudest plane through a valley that had no lights, which is. There's no lights, but there's fires, and everyone has fires at night. The whole valley was fucking shut down at night. Like, there was no fire, there was nothing to see, which actually threw off their night vision, something like that, and uh, they ended up, the, the you know, they were attacked, um, and the plane went down. But they were, they weren't... these people do surprises me anymore. Well, when you get into that big thing, you know, supposedly, you know, Charles Strange's story says that he, um, you know, Michael comes home after the successful Osama bin Laden raid and, and, and kill, and he goes, Dad, this country is fucked. He's like, he was like scared, telling his dad. He goes, "What, dad? Uh, like, I need, we need to figure out a will." And he's like, "Yo, what are you talking about?" He said his son was never right. He bailed off, like with, like I said, a couple months, and boom, dude uh, went down. And Charles, Charles has been fighting it ever since. But he got a bunch of shit that was just, it was crazy to hear, you know. Again, uh, I know people like to talk about this, but. Um, I, first of all, I'm disgusted by the fact that they decided to call this the pullout gross because our pullout game is weak, Afghanistan. Oh yeah. But uh, like that that whole that whole thing is crazy. You know what it reminded me of when I was watching this stuff happen with Afghanistan? It reminded me of the research that I did on the partition, which is what uh, created Pakistan and India because it used to all be one country. And then in 1948. 49? I can't remember. Lord Mountbatten, Mountbattenburg, because they had to change it so it's more anglicized, because he's a fucking German, cousin of the Queen, right? Mountbatten, he's the one that was supposed to, like, uh, put together everything so, like, England, uh, England could set uh, India free and have it be its own country, right? And they fouled the whole thing up, just like Afghanistan. And there were trains of people trying to get out that were, I mean, they had, they had uh, mercenaries Going through trains and just shooting everything that moved. Oh, it gets bad. They were trying to escape to Pakistan or trying to escape to India because they had all this like uh, cultural, you know, headbutting, and the and the, and the, the government had successfully turned uh, different religious groups against each other to the point where like they would be willing to walk through a train and shoot children. Yeah, like it was so bad. The partition, which I didn't know about until like recently, I never heard of it before. We that's not taught about in history. It should be. I never knew that Pakistan and India were the same country until like, and I'm, I'm not 
you know, I'm not stupid. I'm well-learned. Uh, so I can't believe I only learned that like six months ago. But the thing with Afghanistan, that's exactly what it reminds me of. People trying to jump on the on the wheels of planes, right? Yeah, trying to get Taking the, the video because yeah. they think the cameraman never dies. It, yeah. It's very similar. And, and it, it's intentional. This people-moving thing, it, 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 the Iron Curtain, Berlin, right? You know why it's called the Iron Curtain? It's not because people can't get in and people can't get out. It's because information can't get in and information can't get out. Right. It was it was whatever you wanted and what, what you needed, you know, whatever. This was never a war against communism. It was always a war for information. Damn. Damn. Vietnam was about information. Yeah, for sure. I mean, or just... I know about information. And by the way, am I the only person, and I'm sorry to like tangent or whatever, but uh, no, I, I did it. have like a, a five-hour energy shot where I did this because I was about to fall asleep. But, uh, Am I the only person that thinks it's messed up and weird that every time we talk about World War II and every time we talk about atrocities, we always mention the Nazis, the Nazis, the Nazis, the Nazis. Dude, the Japanese? Way worse. Oh, they were. Way worse the things they did. Way more bodies, uh, way more atrocities, comfort women. Like, dude, dude, why is it no one ever talks about that? When you think of Germany, you think, first thing that comes to your mind is Nazi. It's been what? How many years? And we still think Nazi right off the bat, like the, Germany Nazi. Like that's that's the way it goes in your brain. And with Japan, what do you think? Technology, or you think food? That's fucked. Right. I think that's so fucked. And I think that like people need to understand that like when we think of Japan, we need to understand what happened there as well, and not just give all the attention. I mean, they, what is it? Yesterday they they reel, they wheeled out some grandmother. Uh, because she was, you know, participating in something with the Nazis. Now, now granted, there are stories where people, like, went to, you know, Klaus Schwab aside, you know. Yeah, they just made a fucking movie about Oppenheimer. George uh, Soros as well. Yeah, well, you know what I'm saying, though? But, like, Oppenheimer fucking was wanted for war crimes at the same time he was winning a fucking Nobel Peace Prize. Like, he was, I mean, honestly, that's the thing that makes me so mad is it's like, it's like these people are like, uh, you know, what does what movies have to do with anything? It's like, they're making the space a... space race? Oh, the yeah. space race was never about being the best in technology. It was Nazis fighting Nazis. That's what that shit was. Explain. It was, who I don't, can I don't fix Nazis one. better? Us or you? Oh, who, just, who can reform the Nazis better? Oh, between Russia Soviets or fucking... Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they were all Nazis. They split they half and half, yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's where, um, you know, uh, if you ever get it... No I'm, one talks about what happened to the people from Japan. You know, you know how much time... You know what they did to the emperor uh, after uh, World War II? No. Nah. After all the atrocities and all the, you know, bamboo fingernails and fucking, like, comfort women and just peeling people's skin off and, like, just horrific... Like, just, y'all, gross. If you want to throw up, Go read what the Japanese did. Because the Nazis, granted, they just had people take an uncomfortable shower provided by Bear. You know, that now owns Monsanto and makes Lindstone vitamins. They just made people take an uncomfortable Zeklon B shower. Uh, the fucking Japanese? They would torture people alive. They they literally had no... That was also a race war with no respect. But because they're all Asian, we just let, like throw it in one thing. And because of our Japanese war camps, we don't want to go too hard on that. So we don't. No, you but can't the end say of the day, anything. Like, what happened in Japan was way worse. You know what happened to the emperor? You know what happened to him at the end of the war? No, go for you it. You know what happened to him? Nothing. Nothing. Nothing happened. Not a goddamn thing. They just, kept, they just kept her moving. Nothing. That's fucking nuts. No, no war crimes. No trials. Nothing. Iwo Jima. Like, dude, what, what they did to it, like, just... 
uh, I mean, look at how the war uh, veterans that were fighting in Japan, which my grandfather was one of those people that was fighting in the South Pacific, they, they wouldn't die. They wouldn't die or they would kill themselves on purpose to kill you. They didn't care. Yeah. Like it was, it was like fighting like the air. You couldn't beat them. And like, I mean, ooh, it was so dark and it was so cult-like and it was all the cold of the sun and there's all this other stuff that goes into that. But at the end of the day, like nothing ever happened. No trials, uh, not a single rape victim, not a single rape victim had justice. Jesus. No, not one of them. Uh, all the men that were held in camps that were like, we think we think our camps were bad, right? Do their camps. They wouldn't no. feed them. They they would stuff them in cages with their own feces. Like it was it was fucked. But like, now, but now you watch a movie about uh, it's who the Nazis was, that are the bad guys. No, no, who was uh, who was Spider Man that did the you know he he went into World War Two and got his ass beat or what was the fucking movie? Captain America. No, 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 no. I fucked up. Um. There's a guy, there was a movie just now about a guy who, like, stood in a Japanese prison during World War II. He, you know, he, he fucking held out and made it home. He was, like, an Olympic athlete or some shit. I can't remember. The but, story they stole for John McCain? Oh, right there. They're just already, like, they, the fact that you make movies about it, you soften it up if you don't give, like, the actual, like, details of Again. the fucking... But they make you see that, and you're like, oh, well, he just had to hold the log above his head for hours. It's like, no, you fucks. Like, that would... Get the fuck out of here. Like... Almost every civilization that falls, there's rape. Like, almost immediately, there's fucking rape. Like, it's pretty bad rape, too. It's, it's not even fucking... Like, that's historically. Any... any the, you know. the Japanese, like... I, I'm not going to get into it. I don't even want this. I'm, I, I'm in my studio, and it's inside my house. Usually, I talk about, I talk about this kind of stuff in my garage, because I don't want to even, like, bring this dark shit into my home. Uh, again, that's why I'm in a freaking... I'm, I'm, cl- yeah. I'm broadcasting from my closet. That's my, my, my like, walk-in closet. That's not my studio. It's to try to contain like the dark shit that we have to talk about and these kinds of things. But I'm going to tell you right now, Hollywood is not an accident. There's a reason why there's a Hollywood, Florida, and a Hollywood where the 9 hijack is trained, and a Hollywood, California, yeah. and neither of them have any fucking holly trees. <laughs> right? Because right. the holly, the holly tree was the wood that they used for the druidic wands to control society and to control people's thoughts. And it's not just that. If you look at uh, Sam Bankman Bingman- Freed, what's the company, what's his girlfriend's company's name? It's, uh, oh my gosh, just give me a second. What's his girlfriend's name? I'm fucking Sam Bankman Freed. Uh, that's I, the I, FTX I try to, like, guy? I'm it out of my brain it hurts. Is that the FTX guy? She, the name of her company, the name of her company was called um, right here. Da, 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 da. Is that the FTX guy? Alm- Almeida. Almeida Research. Do you know what Almeida is? It's a grove of sacred fucking trees. Okay. So, Hollywood, right, that, that we are aware of, uh, California, uh, where dreams come true and lots of rape, uh, with casting couches, and Bill Cosby... And, you know, Weinstein get away with shit for years. And, like, all the other countless stuff, the, the you know, the the Black Dahlia, all that stuff, right? Uh, the, this, all the nonsense that goes on in, like, that area, right? The reason why America is even on the cultural stage, everyone follows us. Whether it's our fashion or our actors or actresses or our music, we lead the world in culture. We lead the world in movies. We lead the world. We do all of that, right? And where, where is it all made? It's all made in Hollywood. It was originally in like Santa Barbara, I think New Jersey, and then Santa Barbara, and then LA, uh, the Beverly Hills, like uh, Hollywood area. 
Hollywood land is what it was called. But before Hollywood, America was a isolationist country that had nothing to do with world domination or world. Like we weren't doing any of that shit. We didn't want to get into World War One because we were like, we have no dog in this fight. Matter of fact, they saved the Lusitania at Winston Churchill who was the, the head of the Admiralty in England, sank the Lusitania, purposely ran it into a U-boat that only had one missile, not False realizing flag. that it was going to kill us, flag. even it was going to do it in 20 minutes. Right. But they sank the Lusitania, hoping to drag America into this war. And we still wouldn't go into it. We desperately, because we're isolationists. After Hollywood, now we're in everything. we got our fingers in every pie. Oh, yeah. Why is it? Like, I think it's connected. Oh, it has to be. The The fact that they make so many of them in every year and it all, you know, they do it with everyone's favorite fucking actors, it's because they want you to have an idea of what it is because you reference that and you go, oh, well, that has to be close. They, you know, whatever. Yet everyone, the one thing is like any military movie, they have to get the military's approval to fucking release it or else they can't. Like, that's why you never see a negative fucking war movie. And if you do, it's not what it fucking was. Right? Like, it's always this softer. This is my rifle. This is my gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. It's for fighting. This is for fun. It's it's <laughs> fucking insane though. Like uh, Full Metal Jacket was a, Full Metal yeah. Jacket. Yeah. Also, like uh, you know, uh, Lords of Discipline did not. But but granted, that was attacking you know the Citadel uh, School Military Academy, not necessarily the military itself. But Pat uh, Pat Conroy like really went hard on the pain when it came to like military families and the abuse that went on. Uh, there's a lot of violence, and uh, it, I mean maybe now it's better. But up until like the seventies, if you ha if you grew up in a home where your father was in the military, you probably got your ass beat, like fisticuffs. Oh, for sure. You know? For sure. And uh, it was very, it was very domestic violence and family violence uh, was very prominent. Uh, and you got to ask yourself why? Why is it like everybody who went to the Citadel, like my grandfather on my mother's side included? Why is it everybody who went to these, like, went to the Citadel, like, was in the military? Why is it they have a tendency to beat the shit out of their wives? Uh, yeah, you know? it's, yeah, it's right. Like, it's not like they were taught that. It's not like, okay, you are an asshole. Here's your gold star. Go beat your wife. Like, it's part of the, it's part of the training for like, you know, it's boot camp. Beat your wife. We're going to train on beating your wife for an hour. Like, it's not like it's right. that. Why is it that when they're away from the military, they're violent towards not other people, just their own family? Huh. Do you got, I mean, I, I fucking don't know. I, I do 100% believe with all my heart that boot camp is to create an emotional trauma. That's why they starve them. That's why they don't um, let them sleep. That's why they make them eat in a minute. That's why they, they wear their bodies out and wear their minds out, right? And like deny them, you know, all kinds of comforts. They break you down to build you back up in the image that they want you to be in, right? I think that they create a trauma bond, which is the same thing you see with someone who's massively abused, like a child uh, or, you know, a slave. Uh, you know, which slavery is alive and well today, or someone who is in an abusive relationship, they create a emotional trauma bond. And that's what causes the PTSD. Because when people leave the military, that's when they freak out. People don't have PTSD. Like, I mean, I'm sure there's cases, right? But they don't have like hardcore PTSD while in the military. They don't like decide to like leave the base and go on a meth bender. Right. right. While they're in the military. It's always after they leave the military. Because again, if the military is now their mother, right? The trauma bond, right? Then everything else doesn't count unless they're with that thing. 
It's the same thing you see at Stockholm Center. It's the same thing you see. That's not where they lie. They have their own little clubs. That's where they hang out with other people that are, that are in the military. You know? Even people that have not had seen a day of combat prefer to hang out with other guys that are in the military for a reason. Right. Like, it, it, there, there's a reason why. It's a trauma bond. And that's what boot camp is all about. I'm thinking kind of like Rambo, like like not being able to associate back into society. So somebody takes themselves out, and society has to bring society forces themselves on him, and then he freaks the fuck out, and he's the bad guy. Even though the trauma bond was made, and he was like, "Fuck it, I can't be in society because I'm gonna freak the fuck out." Like, I get you. Have you ever had an MRE, like a military uh, ration, like meal ever? No, I'm sure they're no, they're fucking, they're not fucking disgusting disgusting like literally like i uh like right when the pandemic hit i didn't have like a lot of groceries i wasn't prepared right i thought i could go fishing so i would always be fine but they shut down the water and they shut down like uh the, the boat landings and the beach so i couldn't go fishing so i was like oh fuck it you know so i had like all these mres that i put up for an emergency happened to be an emergency and i ate mres for like a week straight damn dude it's fucked my stomach up Fuck my body up. I felt like I'd been beaten. I did not feel good at all. And even though I was like pulling vegetables out my garden, uh, like, dude, I, I felt like physically off. I felt off. And I, I know that sounds like kook. And again, that's, that's a little woo and I can't prove it. You know, I try to be a conspiracy analyst, not a conspiracy theorist. But I'm telling you right now, like, there's something to that where, like, even if they're getting like the amount of calories that they need, the processed garbage that we feed our military in times of crisis makes like in time, times when they're like at the most amount of stress, right? When they're in the field, that makes me like, that breaks my heart for them because I'm like, Oh my God, these poor little boys, you, you shouldn't have to eat that when you have to like, like it, it's not right. Right. I suppose. I, I, I mean, I don't even know what you do though. Right. Like jerk, you know, beef jerky. I mean, you know, what, what do you give dudes who are like on the, you know, that don't go Anything bad. In in a back, can. Right? I suppose. I, I swear to God, you can put, you can put anything healthy, in a can or a jar, it'll be fine. These are like made meals, and it's like you have to try one. Like you, no, you're, you're I, not gonna want to eat it though. It's, I've it's seen disgusting. I've seen videos of dudes trying to make it sound like they're good, or they trade away. You know, you get a peanut butter cup pack or something, and they they they, get... they try to like they try to like make it sound good because again they're on the train, like they can't. Yeah, you have attached. to eat it. Well, you have to eat it. Like yeah. the same reason people don't talk shit about their mother. You know. Right. No, I get you. Um, all right, let's, uh, I, I feel like, yeah, I feel, see, here's the thing when you get down these things, I feel like I'm, I, I don't know how to clean it up to, to clear, you know, to end it. Um, but I'm trying to think of like, uh, making, making sure like how the, you know, the idea of what we talked about isn't just a scatterbrain of a bunch of, you know, crazy, uh, ideas or anything. Um, the first conversation I have with anybody always ends up being like that because we're, we're bouncing off each other trying to figure out where we are. Right. Like, I asked like, you, yeah. again, like if, if there was a belt system, to, you know, conspiracy, you know, quote unquote topics. I'm like a triple black belt, right? Yeah. But there's a lot of people that are yellow stripe belts, a lot of blue belts, you know, that want to like argue about flat earth all day. Am I, am, you know? I, where am I at? Am I a white belt? White belt with like a. You're, you're, you're a purple belt. <laughs> How, am I close? Is that good? <laughs> Hell yeah. That's awesome. Purple belt's good or bad? You, you really didn't know quite a good bit. I mean, but again, like, I told you it's baseline. It's it's the battle that never. It's always there's always more. Oh know? yeah, for sure. It's exhausting. That's why I bounce around so much. I know that I sound like scatterbrain, but uh, I'm not scatterbrain. I'm trying to like figure out how to fit it all into like some sort of con con cohesive like 
Well, I you think I, I think like you said something about puzzle like puzzle pieces. I, what I was thinking about while you said that is we're all kind of puzzle pieces to that exact same idea because if you start adding a bunch of us together, oh, now the big picture comes to light. You know what I'm saying? Like you might have a few missing yeah. spots, but if you that's why you have to have the, that's why people have these factions that they fight all the time. Like people are like flat Earth and I'll fight you. I'm like, dude, that ain't the thing. Like even like or, or the people that go around calling everybody shells and agents. I'm like, dude, okay. I have like me. I have like what four thousand eight hundred people that follow me on Twitter. The government doesn't give a fuck what I think. I guarantee you, they they like they got real people. To, like I am not even a glimmer. I mean, I'm sure they monitor my shit in case I become someone big. Hopefully, and I'll get there one day. Well, they but, but they don't care what I have to say. They they're not gonna like sit around like and like try and control. Like so, the fact that people call the people shills when they have like three hundred followers, I'm just like, dude, like you guys like need to stop that because. You're just feeding into like the machine, like knock it off, or or you yourself as a show because it's your own reality. If you're a liar, you're gonna think everyone's a liar. If you're a cheater, you know you're gonna tell yourself your your wife's gonna find out because you're gonna accuse her of cheating and she's gonna know because that's what happens. You live your own reality. But like these people that go around calling everybody shills and attack other people in the community or go like they're not doing enough or or they're doing too much or they lied about this or their father's that person, like that has to stop because that is doing nothing to help people that are coming up behind us like find where they're going. You know, it's like people hit a ceiling and then everyone attacks them from their own community, their yeah. own community. Damn. And that's one thing, too, is like whenever you try to share ideas, a lot of people are like, I'm right. And this is the whole thing. It's like, well, no, you got to be open to just, yo, this might connect to something and you might be close, but it might not be what you exactly. Who the fuck? I, I don't know anything. You know what I'm saying? But I there's a lot of people that just like to hear themselves talk, though. And they, they, they're emotional vampires. And like they, well, it's like not that, that they're, they're right. It's the fact that they know more than you. And they get to share with you, and that makes them feel good about themselves. Right. Because they're freaking narcissists and crazy people. Right. Well, it's like, it's like uh, I'm a painter. And I always tell uh, anybody you paint with who is not you, or if you go with somebody new, they're going to have eight different things that they do different. And it's, shut the fuck up. It's the same fucking job. But it's always somebody justifying their reason to why they're good at it more than you are. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like that's kind of the conspiracy world, too, is everybody has to have that edge. Or if you don't, you know, then you how valid are you? It's like you're more valid if you're open to ideas and you're listening to the bigger picture, which people try to project. You know, if you get caught on these small things, flat earth or, you know, whatever, whatever thing you want to get caught up on. It's like you can't you can't believe one thing, but you have to have a, a, an open idea to be able to go, yo, this is it. And if enough things gravitate towards that, like we were talking about earlier, then, you know, I mean, you know, a sheep's a sheep if you start looking at it being like, you know, how many of these motherfuckers have fur and go by, you know? it's. You know what I've noticed is, is like, when you're in com- and you see this in, in Twitter spaces, which I don't know if anybody, if you guys are listening to this, it never makes it to air because I've rambled so much because I'm tired. No, and drink a little bit of coffee, probably I'll, I'll But, uh, and we, I met, I met Bobby, uh, Bobby Boucher. I met him in, uh, spaces. And one of the things that, that you will find a lot in spaces is, uh, there's people that, Count how many times they say I, me, or tell a story about themselves. How many stories did I tell about myself tonight while we were talking? No, none. None. How many times was I like, my experience, I, me, this? Maybe a couple times, but only because I don't have proof. Right. You, know? you, you well, you're very That's personal. It. You weren't you weren't trying to be like I I know this or you weren't like you weren't like identifying yourself as the answer. You were saying, yo, I just have things I want to share. Well, I am the science. Fuck about <laughs> you. I am the science. Uh, but no, seriously though, I mean, like that is how you can tell people that are in it for themselves and people that are in it because I- I've never made a dime from, from 
doing podcasts. I think this is like my 89th or something podcast I've done. Oh, okay? nice, nice. And I've never made a dime from any of this. And the minute I start making money, the minute you can't trust me anyways. Yeah. Because th- this information should always be free. You know, that's what everyone can get behind this whole Twitter thing. That's why people love the internet so much. They're like, it's supposed to be free. Every information should always be free. Yep. Now, if I get a sponsor or something, that's one thing. But for me to be like, go follow my page and give me money and, and like donate to this and go to that. So, subscribe, start like, no, nah, Patreon, no, 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 no. I do not ever want anyone to ever have to pay a dime to hear what I have to say. That's one of the reasons I don't really do my own thing. I do other people's things. I try to build other people up. Because it's the minute you start going, well, my experience and my story, the me, me, I, 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 is the minute you take away from the community because none of this information would exist without the community. And there are people that have come before us and will come after us that have suffered, that have been through hell, that have been, uh, you know, uh, ostracized. Doxed, been, um, fucking yeah, deplatformed. Had their livelihood taken away from them. Yeah. Been punished socially and otherwise. Bank accounts uh, by not, not just, being you know, able to be, yeah. the communities and the, the people on the internet, but their families, uh, banks. Banks have taken away, like, patrons taken away their accounts. Things like that. That has happened. And and so uh, it's it's our job to, like, show up, be prepared, and, and never charge anyone and not talk about myself because there's so many. I mean, I have a lot of interesting stories to tell. Maybe one day I'll get around to them. But as of right now, I just want to talk about facts and, like, how things are connected because that's the most important thing right now is to get as many people as possible educated to see how the fix has been in for a very long time. Yeah, I think I think one important thing is to make sure that people hear even the uh, even the abnormal and and things that are hard to hear. It's like if it's fake, then just hear it. If if you want to, if at the end of the day, prove it wrong, then and, and then it, then it's nothing. But you anytime you argue with someone, you're not doing anything but arguing with yourself technically because yeah. you're the only one who cares. Because you believe something and you're trying to yeah. force somebody into what you think, and it you know the one yeah. I the one I always love is when and you people, can't when people aren't comfortable with what you believe in. And they have to then attack you. It's like that's crazy. That's that's like a. No, sorry, go on. You you ever seen those billboards on the side of the road? That's like, you know, Jesus died for your sins. Get saved. You ever seen someone pulled over immediately after that billboard, like giving their life to Christ? Ever? No, no. Nor you will. But you'll see an exit for a porn store. But like that's it. Like you never. The people who put up those billboards do not put up those billboards because they actually think it's going to affect anyone. They put up those billboards to go, I've done something. And it's the same thing that these lizard people do when they put stuff in movies and go, well, you didn't do anything about it. It's your fault. So if you want to make change, you're not going to make change by making a billboard and putting yourself out there and being like, me, me, I look at me. It's not about you feeling good. If, if you're uncomfortable, it's probably because you're having, you're gaining wisdom rather than knowledge. The difference between knowledge and wisdom is Knowledge anyone can attain. Anyone can learn how to read. Anyone can read a book. Anyone can go to a library. Books are free. No excuse. There's the internet. You can get knowledge from anywhere. But wisdom is only gained through life experience. Usually, almost always, painful life experiences. So if you are suffering because you're telling the truth, that is not like knowledge. You're now going through something where you're going to acquire wisdom. And the next time you have a conversation with someone, maybe you'll be more seasoned to be able to handle it better. Uh, but again, as long as you take the attention off yourself and put it where it belongs on the, on the facts, on the truth, on the knowledge and take it away from yourself, then you will be, bring so many more people around to what you want to have to say. And like, they'll listen to you because you can't listen to someone who's talking about themselves all the time. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, one of the things I was thinking about with wisdom, just as you said it, cause I, I keep going back to the kids 
Um, it's so funny that like uh, Y'all discuss Back to the Blood and the Children? Well, it's just so funny that like All the shit we kind of talked about Is like, look at like uh, You t- you talked about Corey Feldman at one point too He literally said Look at how bad these people are taking advantage of children And in the same time They were like, believe every woman They went, eh, shut up We don't have to worry about the kids They'll tell us Like, we, what do you mean the kids? It's like, oh, what do you mean? Like, you're gonna fucking believe every like dumb bimbo who sucked a dick for fucking stage time, but you won't believe a dude who says I was molested as a child, and so were my friends. It's like I would fucking be like, Terry yeah, Cruz. you know what I'm saying? Oh, what's that? Yeah, Terry, Terry Crews said, Cruz. yeah, he was, yeah, he said he got fucking uh, assaulted as a kid, right? And everyone's like, well, why don't you bite back? And he's like, because I'm a black man, and there's only a few times in my life where I get an opportunity where I'm faced with that kind of decision where I decided I was like, I, this is not going to look good for my community. And if I hit him, no one's going to believe me. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. No, it's just, all it's, people are going to hear is that he got in a fight. Not that he got, that he got, you know, attacked. Right. But that's always my start off basis too. When I talk to people, I go, yo, were you, were you blind? Like the, the believe every woman thing? They go, yeah, for sure. I go, well, why didn't you believe him when they were like, yo, kids are being molested in Hollywood. And they go, huh. It's like, well, mm, that's a good start. You know, it's like, I don't know, the sorry. The children thing, too, it's really hard for people, though, because you have to remember, like, not only are we going against, like, all the brainwashing, and I think there's more to it than just, like, the base. Like, I, I think there's signals that they use within the well, television. It, well, based I think there's on a the, lot more it, to you're it. Schooling, now, again, you're schooling. Again, I can't, I, can't, I can't prove this. Oh, the schooling but, you can. And schooling sets up a lot of that fucking how you think and all that, you know. Do this assignment. Childhood is about training you how to be exactly what they want you to be. Oh, yeah. Do you know the first time you're ever censored? It's when you're a child and you curse for the first time. That's the first time in your life that you're censored because you're told not to say that word. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then sure. they can't even good, give you a good reason why. Beef and soup, the the pho, pho's delicious. But if you add a cut at the end of it, well, now you cross the line. <laughs> right? Yeah. How dare you? Right, right. Instead of instead of a curse word being you're just like your father, you'll amount to nothing. Or you're fat, or you're a whore, or you're stupid, right? Those aren't curse words. You're allowed to say that all you want, right? But if you say that fuck word, ooh, you're fat fuck. Line crossed. Yeah. That's it. That's it. You're a rated R movie now, and we can't. You're a bad kid, and you can't go over for sleepovers anymore. The first time that you ever experience censorship in your life is when you're a child and you curse for the first time, and those words actually literally mean nothing. They're yeah. guttural noises. Oh, I, right. I, do you cuss in front of your they kids? They have no power. Do you cuss in front they of your kids? They don't hurt anybody. They, they, there's no power there. Oh yeah, but. No. Then you go to school and they teach you how to stand in line. When you go to the bank, there's no sign that says you have to stand in line at the bank. When you go to the store, there's no sign that says you will line up one by one accordingly. It doesn't say that anywhere, but you do it. And if someone tries to cut that line, oh, God help you. Because there's going to be a Karen right there all up in your face being like, oh, my God, how dare you? Right? There's always like, you know, someone policing you for that. So you're taught to stand in line. When you're a child and you're in elementary school, you were taught to raise your hand to go to the bathroom. Most of the time, you can see the bathroom. You can see it. You can see it from the, the, the teacher's desk. But they make you raise your hand and ask to control your own like bodily movements. Are you kidding me? Yeah. You can't even go pee without having your hand raised and getting permission from someone. All of these things are taught to train you how to be a good little society member. Remember yeah, the Rockefeller sure. education system. For sure. Started by Johnny Rockefeller. Yeah. Made good little factory workers out of the kids that were like street urchins. Yeah, exactly. Whenever you tell people that, they get mad. It's like, what are you mad about? That's exactly how it started. The Rockefeller, they bought it out. 
they bought it out to be like, yo, we need. They don't people. get mad when they're reading the encyclopedia. Why do they get mad when you tell them the truth? Right. No shit. Except, like, it's like, yo, what do you think that is? Oh, a period, like a work period. You get a lunch break, and then there's a bell to give you the day oh. off. Yeah, it's Ba-el, it, bell. It, yeah, the fact it, it's similar. And just it's because the same word, and, Ba-el, bell. Well, and just now it's like it's like church bells well, ring people's lives. You ask people, you go, you went from schoolhouses in the prairie to all of a sudden industrial sized schools that literally were almost the same hours and the same scheduling. The same as mental hospitals. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, it it's it's and it's just a repercussion every day, five days a week. Fucking go go go. Same thing. Do this assignment. Do this assignment. Here's this. You're wrong. Do this. Um, and bells control your life. Think about this. When a bell rings, what do you do? Do you answer the door? Do you check your email? Is it the dishwasher? Is it the microwave? Is it the smoke detector? You gotta check that bell, right? right? Is it an email? Are you late for work? Are you getting up for work? Or is it time to leave work? Do you switching classes? Is there an emergency? Yeah. Is it an ambulance? Every time you hear a bell, ba l bell. What is your automatic response to be uncomfortable, have anxiety, and you got something you need to take care of? That is the like that's what happens. You can't even go through your day nowadays. No, very few people, unless they're off the grid, and those people get caught crazy. Unless you're completely removed from phones and everything else, nobody goes to their day without hearing at least one or two bells. And the first thing you do is, <gasps> I got to do something now. Yeah. Have you ever experienced? And, and, and bells control our lives. Pavlov was onto something. Oh. You know, and then they use, we, we think that we've not been experimented on. I mean, Tuskegee, but we think that we haven't been experimented on. We're experimenting on every single day because they use Pavlov's Bael Bell research against us every day because bells control our lives. Oh, hey, notifications on your phone. Um, Phantom vibrate. Have you ever heard of that? People people have phantom vibrates. I have them where I think my phone vibrates because I want to get a notification. I pop it up and I get fucking, I go, oh, oh, I don't have this. Oh, fuck Pavlov. Because I was like, oh, usually, I, maybe I've usually had a notification by now. I've been looking for them all of a sudden, you know, I don't know. It, it's very strange. You're exactly right. And a lot of people, um, they get trained into being a good boy when the bell I'm rings. Like when they, Well, they get trained into being. You know why I'm not like that? Because I don't watch television. Oh, I think I think you're born with it too. There's a guy on TikTok. He's got a. I know TikTok is is controversial, but there's there is one dude. Oh, it's a, it got banned today. It's an old it's an old black dude, and he goes, you know, it's weird when the universe gives you the goggles because you can't hand them to anybody else for them to see through them. Only you can see through it. And once you've seen once you've seen through them, there's no going back. You just have to you just have to hold that until other people see through the goggles. And they I think, live. yeah, well, they, they live, but I think that's a, that's the truth is like, once you kind of get open to the idea of what like things are going on, it's not perfectly content from what you learned from kindergarten to high school. And, and then you, you know, like all that shit is like, I don't know, like it, it's a, it's a ploy to think, make you think you have the world wrapped up, but it's so simplified. It's like, it's never that fucking simple. Look at today. You could never in the last three years identify the crazy politics in a textbook like we learned for the, you I can't know. even t- call, I, like what I, like, I can't even know. Like, dude, there are furries. There are furries out there. There are people like dress up as animals, going to schools, and demanding to be treated like cats. We live in cl- like it's upside down world. I feel like we've entered a different dimension. Well, and I I went to school in 2012. Uh, there were chicks who uh, had tails. That's that's what it changed. There were chicks who had tails and ears, and they were known as women. And we didn't fuck with them. We just went, yo. That's kind of weird that you want to be a fox so bad. You know what I'm saying? But now there's rights oh, to those. Well, it's not like you're going to be a cheerleader, so. Uh, 
But there's the, uh, a couple of them. But they they uh but now you have rights as a fox. You know, if you identify as fox. It's like, "All right." Like I I I'm all for people being happy, but I also don't know what the identification has to be for you to si- you know, separate yourself into this uh you know, ideology or whatever you want it to be, your personality, whatever the fuck. People used to uh, I, uh, identify as as goth. You know what I'm saying? It's like, does that, it, it's like, it, 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 I don't know. There's I all, identify as a threat. Yeah, that's what you said. You identify as a threat. That's I, I identify as asshole or dumbass. My, uh, my preferred <laughs> pronoun is cunt, so. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, that's, that's a badass move. Uh, I need to have you back on for sure. I would love to have you back on. I would love to actually, like, I'll, I'll do some research and kind of, like, have topics ready to ask you on. And, and that way we won't have to oh, jump I around. To just, you know, like, again, the first time you talk to somebody, every every first podcast you do with anybody is always just all over the place. Yeah. But the second or third when I do with someone as a guest, like, we get to know each other. So it's not like that whole, I got to catch you up to who I am and what we're doing. And we got to bounce off each other. Like, it, it gets it gets calmer. And, uh, you know, I, I every... Uh, Every time I do a new one, there's always the technical difficulties, which we had, or there it, it's just it gets real ADHD because again, like we're two minds that are connecting, and we have so many things that we want to talk about because we have so many things that we learn, and, and we're all and, like we're all the same team in each other. We're like, yeah, high five, same team, right? Right, right. And, uh, yeah, it, it 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 we're it's we're just catching up with what we know because we haven't had a conversation like this before. We've made jokes, you know, about things that are inappropriate, like Michelle Obama's dick. Uh, and then here's this what's that uh she's got a, she's got a sweet blog. dick though she's got a sweet dick if i if i had her dick, i'd be i'd be doing well yeah yeah she's <laughs> definitely a manual transmission i'll put it that way but uh, uh, <laughs> yeah uh, but i mean like we we haven't like we haven't had like a chance to talk talk uh yeah, we probably no. should have done a phone call before this so we could have caught up on all this crap and then we could have just talked in the, in the podcast about things we just got we decided to talk about right. but i'm always available like i've got nothing going on uh tomorrow night i have a date but other than that, I got nothing going on until like the seventh. So no, right on. And I'm always game. I've got uh, uh, one guy. If you ever want to look up, look him up. It's uh, Mr. Freedom Stick. He's he's kind of a fun. Yeah, he's he's Tubby sticks was taken. He's like a fun, but he's one of those dudes. Did I just who, get a bingo? Yeah, maybe he might have. Uh, Mr. Freedom Stick, but he's he's kind of a fun Instagram follow. You know, the dude's always got like uh, you know, he, he puts himself. He goes, oh, look at what we got here. Another, and he talks about Pelosi or something. Tell him he should definitely make friends with Maya, not me on Instagram. I'm I'm de- whoever's uh, put up that thirst that thirst porn. I'll mention on my Instagram now. Oh, I'll hilarious! Me- like, and by the way, they they speak Spanish. Who does? The person that took over my my Twitter. Oh, there you They're go. They're like aiming towards like Spanish dudes and truck drivers. That's hot. Oh, it's hilarious. My my ex boyfriend was like, "Is that you?" I'm like, "Yes, that's they, me." What? <laughs> how, just just to end on that, what did they do? Just take photos that you had in your album or something, and they found no, 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 that no, no, through no. your they, Instagram. They took over my profile. Okay, yeah, yeah, but how they did they hacked my profile? How they get and, the like, pictures? Took over it. Huh? How did they release pictures of you, or is those pictures you had? No, 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 no. Like they just they just used my profile because I'm attractive. They, I don't know if this is gonna be video or not, but because no, I'm no like video. you know blonde or whatever, they just took my profile over yeah. and are using it as like a thirst trap to get guys to like give them money uh, for new pictures and stuff. Yeah, but what was the thirst trap? Like pictures of you, or is like? No, no, pictures of somebody else. Oh, okay, okay. I don't, but it, but they were using your following and, and, and yes, your profile yes. to fucking, okay. Yes. Once you've and already had the following. I'm trying to my friend's accounts. Damn. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've, yeah. My, my girlfriend got sunk do you know, into that. Do you know how hard it is to hack into someone's, like, Facebook, 
like, I don't you've dated somebody you don't trust, but it is really hard to get into someone else's like social media. So I don't know how they hacked it unless they had help. Oh well, it might. Well, I, I, my girlfriend got tricked with this. Uh, it was not a happy well, I mean, moment. Again, like, how do you discredit a woman? Well, you make her look like a whore. Well, she fucking. I feel like MLK right now. <sighs> Being followed by the government, they say I'm a whore. It's Jeez. not true. Not, not any of it. There was something about him like uh, watching uh, from underneath somebody fuck a chick. Like he oh, was, God. he was laying on his back. There was something about this. Now I'm, I'm fucked up, but he was laying on his back and he was staring up as there was somebody else banging somebody uh, above him. Some people yeah. like to party. I'm not mad at him for it. That's I, I have a dream cooler. too. It's yeah. just not that. So I, I definitely <laughs> could dream about that. I, I wouldn't be mad. That definitely wouldn't be a nightmare for me unless it was my chick getting railed from somebody I didn't like. Well, you, you heard like the the story about how um he Martin Luther King did the I have a dream speech, and uh, Martin Luther King uh didn't have any uh like equipment, you know, a microphone. He didn't have um uh any uh amp amplifiers or anything. And Bill Cosby showed up with amplifiers and a microphone and helped record the I have a dream speech. Because Dave Chappelle says like, yeah, he's a rapist, but he did give us the I have a dream speech. Bill Cosby did that. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. I'll have to look that up. That's fucking nuts. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's a great piece of information to be like, all right, we're gonna think about this podcast. I mean, I saw I saw the Bill Cosby thing coming as a kid, because Doctor Doctor Huxtable, Doctor Cliff Huxtable, had a gynecologist. Uh, he was a gynecologist, and he had a doctor's office in his basement. Oh. And as a kid, I was like, hmm. Oh, and the barbecue mm -hmm. sauce, the barbecue sauce that he would get people mm -hmm. all lovey dovey on, and people would just start. Touching and kissing and hugging and shit. That was the creepiest episode, by the way. Is him talking about his barbecue sauce. But he had a he you, was a guy. You, you ever seen a very special episode from Different Strokes? Doc, where they gotta watch out for the bicycle guy? No, but Doctor Huxable had a guy. He was a gynecologist out of his basement. Mm -hmm. Yes, he's a he's a gynecologist and had a home office in his basement. That's fucking hilarious. For a guy who who fucking uh, drugs women and fucking you know puts their feet in whatever it was and hey, and hey he just put. He just put the medicine in the pudding pop. Yuck. I love I love It's the, their fault for taking it. Yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Or being there, whatever the fuck. It's like that's a weird one. Ish. I I I love the uh Steph Curry memes where it was like Steph Curry taking a shot and then as he turned around doing it was gonna make it it was a pill going in the hoop. There was a martini drink at the bottom that it would be it Bill Cosby. Yeah, Bill Cosby <laughs> face burn. I can't yeah, I can't do his face, but god damn it was that guy funny in himself. Dude, I mean, remember he changed. I mean, like, when I was a kid, like, he was, you know, huge. Yeah. Huge. I still have his... Oh, after after he got in trouble, I was driving down the road, and I found a bunch of records on the side of the road, and it was Richard Pryor and Bill Cosby, all of Bill Cosby's records, and an uh, album by Al Jolson that was called Manny, and I picked it all the side of the road, and I was like, I'm going to keep these, because someday these are going to be worth some money. Yeah, no shit. When everyone else burned them because they were like, "Oh, hey, Bill." Yeah, I found him on the side of the road, and I was like, "Oh, this." Is it. I don't think they understood who Richard Pryor was, but <laughs> one, one for me, you know. No, the hell yeah. But, or maybe just got wedged between that. But I got all, I have all of his albums on vinyl. Oh fuck yeah! I yeah. wanna what what's uh, just so we can end on this and off of a note. Um, what is the Richard Pryor Paul Mooney uh, roast? Have you seen that? Have you heard that? That's the one where. 
I can't remember the order, but I'm pretty sure Richard Pryor goes up real quick. And in the middle of the roast, he goes, Now, Paul's a faggot, but I know he's a faggot because I also suck dick. And, like, he... he he bu- he beat him to it, but he was like, if he comes up here, he's gonna call me a faggot. Like it's one of the favorite things of my like life of hearing that fucking roast being like, damn, we'll never have we'll never have that happen ever. Dude, is it just me, or do you think that Bill Cosby just ripped up like ripped off Richard Pryor when he caught himself on fire on stage? No, what do you mean? I know Richard. Because Richard Pryor like. Like, caught himself on fire doing crystal meth. Yeah. And then Michael Jackson happened to catch himself on fire. <laughs> what, oh. doing a commercial? Oh, do you think it's like the Black Eye Club? These dudes have to set themselves on fire for, like, embarrassment mm-hmm. or whatever? I mean, Whitney Houston, you know, died in a bathtub. Whitney Houston's daughter died in a bathtub. Well, shame, shame is, uh, you know, I had a, I can say this, I had a college professor that said that, uh, when when the slaves were shipped over here, they would break them in. They would literally rape them, you know, stick their hands up the women's vaginas to feel how big the womb was. They would uh, assault the man, grab the dude's dick, you know, check his asshole to make sure nothing was wrong. Um, then I saw a conspiracy theory that said uh, when when dudes go into record labels to sign deals, the night before, record label will set up a party. Um, but what they'll do is they'll drug these guys. Look at them so fucked up. They actually make them on camera because everything's recorded in a society of of entertainment or whatever you want to think. Jeff Jeffrey Epstein. Black- he talked about this. Ah, uh, well, yeah, he talked about uh, how but they- then he recanted it. And oh. now he's saying again that it's a thing. Uh, okay. Yeah, everyone's done this for years. Dave Chappelle talked about that. But about that they get raped. They get raped and then they get used against them as being gay in the black community, saying that you'll never get a deal. We're gonna release it as you're, you know, you're a homo. And, and I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say something fucked up, and I'm probably gonna get myself canceled for this. But this is the truth. I'm from Charleston, South Carolina. Okay, so all that shit came through here. Yeah. Sorry, uh, America, Chicago. That, I, I apologize. Uh, all all that shit came through here. All of it did. And I'm going to tell you right now, a lot, I mean, like a good chunk of the stuff you're told is fact is not at all. It's allegory. And it's passed down from, but it's allowed because it's in a museum now. Because the people that run the museum are going off of allegorical evidence. Again, if you've got like 500 people, right? One out of every three, one out of every three people have seen it, has seen a ghost. That makes me want to lead to believe, even though Peter Fung- Peter McMahon's funding has been stripped, Ghosts are probably real. One out of three people see one or something that's similar to this. There's something there. But when you've got like five, 10, 15 stories, and then now it's in a museum because they, they want to prove that this thing happened because it makes it look as bad as it is because they have other intentional like meanings. And don't get me wrong, like, there are no questions asked. Like, slavery sucks. It's a, it's a horrible, horrible institution. I wonder why Abraham Lincoln waited until 1863. He should have done it right away. Should have freed all of them right away. Why do you wait? I mean, I know why, but strategic the move. point is, is that like, it like cut the South off of Britain, stuff, right? So much of that is like, it'll be proven fact. People were, people that are scientists, people that are, are archaeologists, people that are historians, people that work at museums will repeat these evidentiary stories, but it's based on nothing. Right. Like there's so much of that. So just be really careful. Again, one of the horrors of slavery is the fact that they're not documented. So there's very little documented evidence. Right. Remember that. Right. Besides I'm not saying f- that it's right. I'm just saying that that's how it is. Just besides the fact that our first president had slave teeth. Well, I mean, which first president? Because George Washington was our second president. Oh. Technically. George Washington had slave teeth, though, right? In his fucking ledger. That's one of the big things people fucking freak out. No, I get you. 
Um, well, and one of the things too he, is he had all kinds of weird teeth in his mouth. When I was a kid, we were told it was wooden teeth. Yeah, right. You know, but but he chopped down a cherry tree. You can't trust the guy. <laughs> Let me ask you this before we go. Um, you said we just talked about it. Now I'm trying to make sure I didn't forget. Oh, uh, how far off am I on? Uh, you know, like we all have this like Abraham Lincoln stood. You know, was a good slavery. It's like. Great Britain was really he was racist as hell. Well, Great and Britain he invented the greenbacks. You can thank him for our paper money. Yeah, and and Great he Britain was, he was under like assault by the Russians though. He had to. Great Britain was uh was helping the South, right? So cutting off uh, slavery then made Great Britain have to pull from their uh, helping of the South because they couldn't support slavery. Correct? Like they didn't have a. What fleet. if I were to tell you? What if I were to tell you that uh, you got a brand new car? I'm totally gonna cancel for this. You got a brand new car, and uh. You're going to go outside and you're going to hit your car with a baseball bat, right? No. Why would you not hit your car with a baseball bat? Because it's your property. It's worth a lot of money, right? Why would you damage your own property? That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> all right. I gotcha. I think. It doesn't make any sense, logically. Right. Would you go outside and burn money? Oh, you're talking about like no. why he would, why he would fix it? There's just, there's just a lot. There's a lot of stories. Yeah, for sure. They're out of control. For they, sure. They just don't make any sense logically. The ones that always make me go is, oh, they're not, humanitarians don't always run for president. That's usually not the thing. So uh, it's always it's always funny when you look at what the interests are if you do certain things as opposed to why you don't. Like waiting. You know, he didn't do it right away. Why did he wait? You know, it's like, okay. Why did he, why did he wait? Yeah. And why was it only, and by the way, that didn't, that were not including Maryland. Just, just the, the slaves that were in a revolt. Possibly against the banking system. Just saying. Right. Damn. And on that, I can't wait for part two. We had two hours full. That that's been two hours. That's been two hours. That flew by. Thank you. That I... happens in space all the time. Like I'm getting a space, and I'm like, oh my god, it's four a.m. How did this happen? Oh yeah. <laughs> no, that's why I set myself up. I told my I told my girlfriend I was like, this is gonna go like a space. Watch, it's gonna go longer than I thought for sure. Uh, see you next Tuesday. That's why I identify as a cunt. <laughs> No, it's always fun though. That's my pronouns, bro. There you go, pronouns. Cunt, cunt, <laughs> Yeah, I've, uh, I've. What did I do? I did Kamala Harris, and I was like, she, um, she. Fuck! I used to have jokes. Willie now. Brown. That's another creepy fucking name. Willie Brown. Really? She fucked her way to being president by banging a guy named Willie Brown. Really? Well, she also, she also, really? She used to date. With slick uh, Rick taken? Like what the who, fuck? Who's the money guy? Who's the money black dude? That's Willie Brown. No, what's his real? What's his other name though? No, there's a there's another guy, the the guy who's on like late night television, who's like, hey, I'm gonna tell you how to do your investments. Um, oh God, yeah, he's everywhere. It, he's he's got fucking. He's still like a uh, uh, God. Steve Montel, Harvey? Montel Williams. Oh, she dated same Mo- guy. she dated Montel Williams. Was- Dude, again, again, nothing these people do. I- People are like, oh, I'm shocked. I'm like, not me. Well, she was Indian when she dated him, so. Uh, well, you know, you, but Barack Obama's black, hundred percent. Who's uh, who is his dad? I was trying to remember that. What was the somebody made a book about who was Barack Obama's dad? His dad's Black Panther, and anybody who says otherwise is a liar and is racist. What was the one? Uh, <laughs> but uh, right, what was the Wakanda Forever? I thought it was some some Obama porn star. Forever. There was something about Obama's mom, too, wasn't it? She worked for the CIA. Oh, yeah. I've got pictures of her in lingerie, if you'd like to see that. That was one of them, that she she did some sexual shit. That's yeah, um, one canceled. woman was actually an Israeli woman. Oh. Gal Gadot. That's, that's all. What's that? Do you know that, Gal Gadot? Do you know that like, over 40% of Congress has dual citizenship with Israel right now? 
Um, I can imagine because I'm not helping my cancel. There's a whole lot. There's well, as soon as you brought that up, I mean, the Jays will come after you. They'll come after me. I've I mentioned the Jays a few times on this pod. Um, yeah, no. What what are they going to take? I don't have any debt. They can't fuck with me. Yeah, I got some debt with student loans. It's like fuck. I don't have any debt. Come at me, bro. I I literally have nothing they can take from me. I don't work for them. I don't have a credit card, so can't come at me. I don't have like I've got like I mean I've got a bank account, but not really. Yeah. I do business with cash. Like, my car is paid for. My 2021 Jeep Wrangler Rubicon two-door paid for. Nice. Hard top, black, gorgeous. Uh, yeah. I can, like, run over pedestrians or protesters with my steel bumper if I ever need it. In apoc- <laughs> in a, in, strictly in an apocalypse setting, for sure. Never, never anything Oh, yeah. Else. That's my, that's my, that's my like, uh, bug-out vehicle. I don't, I don't drive very much, so, like, why not? Like, drive my kid to school and back, and that's it. Right. It's, like, maybe five minutes. But yeah, I mean, like, they, they, there's, they have nothing they can take from me. The only thing they can take from me was my Instagram. And your platform. And all that did was make my ex-boyfriend want me back, so. Damn. That's nice. <laughs> you thought that was my naked body. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Did you use that? Did you catfish your ex-boyfriend into one more lay? Oh, no, no, no. He found it. was like, is this you? And I was like, yes. <laughs> Damn. That's it? He didn't, he didn't get try to get any more after that? That's all right. He's all jealous and getting mad. I was like, yes, that's me. Damn. Obviously. Damn. I speak Spanish. You now. fool. Yeah, yeah, no shit. I completely swapped up and I took a Duolingo course. It's fine. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Well, thank you very much for coming on. Oh, anytime. Like again, uh if anybody's listening, you can find me on Twitter, Frantic Missy, if you got this far and you haven't canceled me. Uh and don't forget on Sunday nights we do Who's this? What's that? In spaces. Uh, Sunday nights, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, and I think that we're coming back January 8th, if I'm not mistaken. So, guys, keep your head to the ground. Uh, check out that space. It's a good time, good listen. Uh, you can play bingo along with us and answer in tweets. There you go. Thank you very much. Uh, I appreciate you coming on the show. I can't wait to have you come back on. Oh, you got all, anytime you want. Anytime you want. What am I going to do? Go into spaces and argue with people? Right. No, it's a little. I think it's a little more fun because that way you don't have to try to prove anything. You just have to. Well, I present as white, so it's a problem. Yeah, <laughs> it's always a problem. Thank you very much. Good times. Right. Uh, I'll probably see you in there after this. Yeah, <laughs> probably because I'm gonna be up and I can't <laughs> fucking sleep now for sure. No, I get you. Thank yeah, I took a, I took a five hour energy drink and I'm like huge mistake. Huge mistake. <laughs> yeah, you're up till four. Yeah, no wonder why you're up till four spacing. Usually mine's just the, uh, because I'm staring at my phone trying to make the best laugh, and I go, oh, no, it's three, but. Yeah, it's like being in a casino. Yeah, I don't know how, because it's not like anything's popping up. It's just watching random bubbles show up and being like, okay, I'm going to try to make this the bubble laugh now. Than, like, the only thing worse than looking at the time and realizing how, how late it is and how much you fucked up yourself is when other people go, well, it's two o'clock in the morning. I'm like, fuck you. Bitch, what are you, the town crier? Stop. Yeah. Don't do that. Knock it off. Let me Why find... are you this for us? This casino does not appreciate your patronage. Right. <laughs> Let me find out in my own goddamn time. Yeah. When, I, when I'm drunk, that's that's when I know it's time to leave. Hey. <laughs> right. That's fucking... That's a good one. I've, I've talked about too much uh, eating my chick's pussy when that's when I know... I know that's when I got to get the fuck out of spaces. Well, at least you're using the right pronouns, for me at least. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy she identifies as her, not I have big dick. Mm, we can't all be Michelle Obama. Oh, God damn that's it. A special, I, that's a special situation. That's a that's a huge situation. But, uh, yeah, I'm she the, definitely needs to go see Dr. Cliff Huxtable in his basement. <laughs> that's, damn, that's a big clit. That's a huge clit. Uh, but on that fucking note, I'll let you go. But um, definitely having you back on. This was fucking awesome. Thank you anytime, very much. Anytime, like I said, like if this if this turns out to be a shit show when you listen back to it, 
We'll just come do it again. No biggie. No, we'll figure it I out. I have no shame, so. No, we'll get it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm usually don't trim shit down, so I'll probably just fucking pop it out and say, yo, whatever. Okay. Like explicit content by, you know, I've done yeah, that before. Yeah. For adults only. Yeah. But or, we're, we're children ourselves, so whatever. No, people turn I, it since, I have the I have the breadth of knowledge of an 85-year-old woman. Uh, I look like I'm 28. I am 40, but I have the sense of humor of a 14-year-old boy, so. Fuck yeah, perfect Identify package. as a cunt. Perfect. Identify as a threat. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you very much for coming on. Anytime, darling. It was fun. Bobby Boucher, did you listen to the song? Bob, what's that, Bobby Boucher? You have to put. You have to use the Bobby Boucher song. What's that? The what's the Bobby Boucher song? I sent it to you. It's Black Joe Lewis and the Honey Bears. I will. I will look at it. I apologize. I got you. Maybe it might even open up this podcast for sure. Absolutely. Thank you, Bobby Boucher. Bobby, Bobby. <laughs> later.